you to Janice. Thank you, Janice. Thank you to Janice, the intern, for sending me batteries for this applause machine. We have sounds. Thank you so much. You guys, this is Friday night. We talk all things rock music. We talk guitars. Whatever you guys want to talk about. We have a phone number. You can text. You can call. Whatever it is. Uh, we're live on YouTube. And let's get to the big 10,600 sometime this month. I think we can do that. We're reaching our goals. It's very awesome. So, okay, we're live on Facebook. There we are. Okay, you guys, and we do giveaways. We'll give something away tonight. Uh, so, uh, yeah. All right. Saturday night. Let's do this. Let's, let's find... Uh, here, I haven't played this one in a while. Let's, let's, let's... Here we go. Hi, this is MJ from the Seymour Duncan Nam 2023 in Anaheim, California. You're watching Jan, Johnny B? Johnny B. Johnny B. Okay. Thanks for all your support. Thank you, MJ. It's been a while since I've played that tunnel ID. What's up, dudes? Hello, Hello everybody. everybody. Hello. We're here. We're on time. We're usually two minutes uh, later. All right. Listen to that. You can tell these batteries are brand new. This is awesome. Thank you again to Janice, the intern, for those batteries for the sound machine. I mean, I don't know how we could do these shows without this. I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's possible. But hey, you guys, who's this? Eric. Yeah. Eric J. Yeah. How are I you doing, man? My whole name or not. <laughs> <laughs> Explain to everybody, who who are you? Uh just a guy in New Jersey. Uh I had some uh people on last night for you. My brother was a uh uh, big time manager at Steinberger back in the 80s and uh, I kind of grew up around guitars and playing them and working on them and I've been in bands and all that and uh, this is my first time here so thanks for having me and I hope I can add something to your show. Hey you're welcome. So okay so Eric so you're the you're the guy I talked to yeah. right? No. I got a phone number. Yeah I don't even know. A phone at. number was sent to me Yeah. and I, and like after like a year or something, I finally got to that message and I called that number and I guess it was you. Yeah, yeah, it was me. I, I think uh, I was working a little bit with Headless USA last fall and some, I think you had reached out to them and they mentioned your name and I knew you from the Van Halen forums, seeing your posts on there all the time and, and watching some of your stuff, but they had no idea who you were. So I said, oh, that's, that's something you wanna do. 
and they said, oh, okay, well, well, you go with it. I said, all right. So, and then they, they never, I didn't hear anything. So I didn't, I didn't know if you weren't still interested. Then you just called me out of the blue one day when I was working on my pedal board and we went from there and we got it going within a month, I think. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Cause I called it and, and you, you were saying, oh, listen to this. I'm working on my Van Halen board right now. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have to rub through eruption for you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's and I see a Wolfgang guitar behind you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the skateboard too. That's right, man. Skateboard. Look at that. I remember seeing those at the Nam show when those were uh, uh, debuted. I guess. Yeah, I got that on clearance from Pro Audio Store for like fifty bucks or something at uh, Black Friday sale last year. Oh, very cool. Right on, man. Well, Eric. I ride it all the time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Exactly. Exactly. At <laughs> 50 years old. Exactly. Man. Well, hey, welcome. Thank Glad you. to have you, man. And we're, we're going to have a great time. You guys, you guys, let's let's say hello. Who else is here? Look at this. We got 40 Grit. What up? I'm here. Present. What's new? Present. What's new? Anything? Oh, every day. Every day we got new stuff. No, and, uh, all right. Yeah, and look at look at this. We also got Ron Gunner. No press, no press. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, man. I I just got some new uh, press regarding the Andy Summers interview. I'm gonna have to share that with you guys. It's pretty cool. It's pre it's pretty awesome. All right, and you guys you guys know him. You love him all the way from Norman, Oklahoma. Robbie the Animal Stingle. Hey, what's up, Johnny? Hey, nice shirt. That's yeah, called Rockstar Cat. From Very Cat, nice. Cat in the Cap. <laughs> yes. Is that Grateful Ned? Uh, <laughs> wait, that's not a Ned shirt. What's going on? It's all Could good. Could be. It, well, you bought that shirt off Facebook, so basically you wash it once, and that it'll just be a regular black shirt. Actually, it's really nice. Uh, the company does some good stuff. It just takes forever to get get it to you. Mm -hmm. Sounds like Laz. Not visible. <laughs> Laz doesn't know how to ship. <laughs> we need to send Uncle Fester to school. <laughs> oh my gosh! <coughs> oh, excuse me. You guys, all right. Let's uh, let, let's let's act, let's let's do a real show. Let's say hello to the top tier of channel members here on Johnny Bean TV. Channel membership is way you can help support the channel and support these shows because it's not free doing this. So, the top tier are the, exe the executive producers, uh, and they are currently CC, Stephen Franklin, Michael Smith, Music Therapy, Laz, Sherman Callahan, Forty Grit. John Moronic, Majestic PB and J Cat, Guitarman45, Janice Lala, the intern. Thank you again for the batteries. R Habs, Warlag, Patty Dill, and Fairfield Guitar Co. That's Lewis. Executive producers, top tier of channel members. Really, channel membership is the best way you can help support this channel, support these shows. If you guys like what you're watching, Consider becoming a channel member. You get your name in green in the chat, like Janice Lala, like Mike Olson, like uh, Forty Grit. Uh, you get uh, exclusive content only for you. 
And you get special emojis in the chat that only you can use. Like, let's say, uh, like, like 5150 time or uh, smashing guitars or jumping, any of that stuff. Actually, we do, up, we do update those emojis every so often. So. so there you go. But if you're not ready to become a channel member, Super Chats is a way you can help support the channel. And uh, here on this show, it's pretty cool because Super Chats change the color of my lights. And if you're wondering, if you're like, Johnny, hey, Robbie, say, Johnny, what does that mean? Johnny, what does that mean? These lights back here magically change with any Super Chats, any donations towards the channel, towards these shows. This is called the Guitar Moir right there. That's probably why I got the headache from going like this all the time. You are correct, sir. <laughs> Maybe. Yes, sir. Yeah. So there you go. Super Chats help support the channel. Uh, and speaking of channels, we're also live on Facebook. Johnny Bean uh, Facebook page and, and the Johnny Bean musician or vi video uh, creator page. Uh, Facebook stars, you can help support over there. And speaking of Facebook, we're also live tonight in the exclusively Van Halen group. We got sixty-two thousand members over there. It, it's it's total insanity. We're live in the EVH Gear Fans Live group, EVH Gear Fans Live page, and the Johnny Bean TV group as well. We're also live on Twitter, which is now called X. And uh, later on tonight, uh, this episode will be a podcast on Spotify, so you can listen to this as you're driving around in your car. Oh, hopefully that wrong sound effect for that. <laughs> and uh, what else? Uh, exclamation point uh, link. You guys notice there's somebody in the chat named Nightbot. You can trust Nightbot. Nightbot is me. Any link Nightbot is giving you is is totally verified uh and you can click on those links you can enjoy those links uh such as that one right there johnny bean dot link there you go that, that's good that's good who said that it's me adam shana <laughs> what's up man <laughs> not much man oh wow dude you got all the sound effects going she, she, mama says she's a devil. Oh my goodness. I saw that movie. Wow. Mean to be nice. That's right. That's right, you guys. All right. Who do we have here tonight? We got uh, Bob and Blackie5150. The reason I'm weighing is because of planning and prep. I guess he's talking to somebody. Skyprop is here. Mike Olson is here. Channel member. Thank you Ryan for your support, Hall. man. Ryan Hall is here. Look at this. He's talking to, to 40, 40 Grit, I think. Peggy Rock is Daddy. here. Rock Daddy is here. Facebook user is here. If you're watching this from Facebook, feel free to sign in or just you can you can say who you are. Otherwise, a lot of times we don't know. It's just a, it just it just says Facebook user. CC is here. Wait, wait. CC is here. He's right there. He's right here. CC, what's going on? I, I wait. Robbie, were you supposed to tell us that? <laughs> oh, it don't matter. <laughs> a little late now, Johnny. Yeah, I know. Okay, I don't know. Robbie was saying you got a a, a package or something. I don't know. 
if you want, let us know uh, what's going on. We, Woody! We should do an unboxing. Yeah! We should do unboxings. JP21 is here. Look at that nice avatar, man. You guys, you guys, everybody is here. Thank you. Uh, uh, Chris Kang is here, the only guy from Facebook. Thank you. And that's Canada, right? No, Australia. 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 Akadaka, Chris. Yes, Akadaka. Larry Roper. All right. All right. What should we Will's give away? Brother. Let's actually let's do this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Larry Riker. Okay, we do giveaways. Let's 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 give away uh I just found this on my desk here. I've got a Cabo Wabo guitar pick. Look at that. This is real. This is actually a Sammy Hagar pick. Let's give this away tonight. All right. So if you're watching the show, if you can hear me, you're watching this live. We've got 53 people watching this so far. If you'd like to win this, all you got to do is participate in the chat. Say hi to your neighbor in the chat. Type a number. Smash a, uh, a Sabian. <laughs> I heard that. I don't think Robbie's in the mood tonight. Maybe he is. <laughs> Eric's like, what the hell have I gotten into here? These guys are crazy. <laughs> it's different when you're on this side of it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just sit there and watch anymore, Eric. Now you're <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk too much, man. I'll, I'll, I'll see what you guys talk about and join in. Oh my gosh! What's happening, oh. Martin? We're hey, having Martin. Martin, it's all good, man. Stop worrying about it, dude. Martin, sorry to hear you had to ship your Charvel or Jackson back. Mm. But I'm sure they'll straighten it out for you, man. So hang in there. I'm surprised by that. Sweetwater's usually on top of it. I'm surprised by that. Sweetwater, Sweetwater. Trust me, I know. I'm a Sweetwater affiliate. Sweetwater will take care of you, man. Sweetwater is awesome. I used to live I love Sweetwater. Oh, really? In Indiana? In Fort, yeah, it lives in Fort Wayne, yeah. like one one road over. I used to go there when it was in an abandoned church before it was like a big area. It was like nothing. And I used to just go there. I was working from home. It's like 2005. I was just going there and just play guitars all day. And then from 2005 to when I left and... 2011 it became like a giant ibm call center somehow you know like i really chuck sherlock is it the guy's name that had bought in it i think and mm -hmm. turned it into like a mega store yeah nice. they just built one out here in arizona it's huge i didn't know sweetwater had horses you said you have your off philly aiding uh, what Ooh. i don't have a horse oh, sound boy. <laughs> what i'm a sweetwater affiliate now so so i i can put links in my videos of products and you can go straight to sweetwater and, and buy those products sweetwater is awesome you guys i'm gonna have to my, make a card actually my my daughter it might be working for them as one of one of the ones in charge of their uh graphic arts department Oh, very cool, man. We could use some, some cool graphics around here. 
Uh, JP21, not only is it a EVH koozie. Charvel. But it's a oh. Charvel koozie. Jackson Where'd you get too, that, man? Right? Yes. A Jackson koozie. Yes. Dude, I have one of those, too. Now, if that said Kramer on it, it'd cover everything we talk about. Where'd you get that? You Did can you get, get that? No, they're on eBay right now. There's a couple left, so run over there to eBay. Super cheap. I just oh, got it the other wow. day. So. I got one uh, from the EVH booth several years ago. They give you like a like a swag bag, and that's one of the things in the in the bag. Is that oh, so so this guy probably got a bunch of these and was selling them off. So that Maybe was probably go back free. On there and buy another one. That was probably yeah. free. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's a profit deal is what it is. Well, let me go on there and buy another one before everybody buys them. <laughs> right. Sorry, right. if you need another one, John, will give you his. Hey, we might do a giveaway at some giveaway. point. I mean, there you go. I do have a, a an ice cold Lacroix sitting here that needs one. Mmm. Rock, I got my angle mug and my mm. uh, scary movie mug with all the old oh. horror movies. Oh wow! I've got a Very nice tea from Jersey Mike's. Uh huh. Frog tape. Yeah, I'm using a frog tape. Sucks. That's why. <laughs> you want to paint it? You want your paint to bleed? Use this stuff. <laughs> yeah. But it's good what's... to hold your lid on. Hmm. Tapping, Larry. Hey, Mike. what's up, Larry? And look at this. There's a phone number down here. This is pretty weird. There's a phone number at the bottom of the screen here. Look at this. You can text us. People are texting in photos or you already. Can call. Look at this. Or you can call. Feel free to give us a call. Look at that. Somebody has uh, like a 78 style guitar. Is that a Fender? I don't think so. I think this is this is like a homemade guitar. Hey, Robbie, cool. FU tones in the chat. He's got the hot rails on it. Hey, what's up, Adam? Still digging your neck, man. Love that Pennsylvania-made neck, man. You did a really good job. Effie Tone is here? Yeah, Adam's Effie got good stuff, man. Effie Tone, what's up, man? And that's yeah. coming from me, that's a big deal. You know how picky I am about necks and everything? And that neck... Well, Robbie, you're just picky in general. That's his 82. That that neck, that neck is, is really good. That It's the large banana, one-piece, non-tilt. And where did you get that from? I got it from Adam at Effie Tone. Hey, now... Adam Reaver, my less crappier promo reel for Johnny Bean TV. You're watching Johnny Bean TV. Check it out. Yeah, man. I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it if I didn't believe it, man. I'll tell you. And I've got other news too. I shipped off the two ESP necks, the lawsuit, and that that beak neck that I got. The lawsuit's like late '81 early 82 and the beak neck is 83 to get chopped and glued Paul Unkert style down there at dive bomb, Kyle Finch in Texas. And I also have the second biggest mallet that paste makes going to be delivered here on Thursday. So like this mallet back here, that, that, that mallet is, uh, I believe that's an M6 mallet. And that's good up to uh, probably 
30, you could get up to a 38 inch gong with it, but it's, it's on a small side. The one I ordered is the M7. The M7 goes from 38 to 50 inch gongs. And then the M8 goes from 50 to 80. And that's the one that I, I ordered the M7. Yeah. So it's, it's on its way. Paste, man. Paste. I just sent you a picture, Johnny. <laughs> Where did you send that? Oh, the WhatsApp. Yeah. Oh, wait. wait. Uh, and the other one, because I didn't know which one you'd get first. Oh, my gosh. Wait. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What is this? Check this out, Robbie. This That's a pretty... It's a pretty big gong, man. Look at that. I don't know, man. That's that a Sabian. Looks, <laughs> that, looks, that looks like Photoshop something to me. It don't look real. No, nah, that's a cartoon or something. I don't know. Very cool, man. Oh, hey, for, uh, for all the people that weren't here on Tuesday... Uh, Johnny and Laz wired the Kramer pickup in and they and Johnny gave the Kramer pickup away on Tuesday, but I also wired it in this guitar and um I would say it's comparable to a uh the uh Warren D. Martini RTM. If I had to compare, it would probably be the guitar the uh the pickup I compare it to. So cool pickup. Uh I recommend it and get it and throw in something cool and you'll like it. Any thoughts, Johnny, on that? Or I think that's cool. Look at this. Wait, who? Reginald, Black Sabbath forever. I agree. Is that just a random comment, or we're? Wait a minute. Even... Wait. Is that Black Sabbath with Ozzy, or with Dio, or with Glenn Hughes? No, that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. But it's funny. I don't know if you were, you, maybe you were replying to somebody in the comments. See, that's the thing is when we do these shows, like we're, we're all talking to each other and every once in a while, I'll look at the comments or if, if somebody, you know, if you tag me, if you put at Johnny Bean, it'll actually, the, the comment will turn orange. So I'll be able to see it. Same goes with 40 grit. If you want to get his attention, put at 40 grit, all one word, he'll see it. Same with Ron Gunner. Same with Eric J. Same with Robbie the Animal. So a lot of times I'll look at the chat and and just see a random comment and 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 answer or whatever. But it's funny, regional, that you said Black Sabbath because we have more um, more uh, uh, audio of Edward Van of Edward Alex and and uh, Mark Stone on bass. Playing, uh, remember there was the, the the Sabbath song that they played. We we I got more audio War of that. War pigs. War pigs. War pigs. Yeah, yeah. Got some more audio. Uh, thank you to. Um, well, maybe maybe I shouldn't say. Anyway, you know who you are. <laughs> I thought so. I so we can play some of that if you if you like. Ryan, I took out a custom five. I had a custom five in this one, so I, I've got uh, 
Custom Five's a good pickup. Duncan Custom Five, that's a really good one to go after. Um, Martin Hensley uh, picked uh, Ronnie James Dio and Sabbath. I think I agree. If I had to pick any of them, I'd go after uh, Ronnie James Dio. Hey, man, that Dio stuff with Sabbath? Oh, my God. I've got to disagree with you, man. Sh Sharon says oh. I was, was the best, man. <laughs> Sharon! <laughs> Why, I got, there's a bear behind you. <laughs> I know. You were Couple doing <laughs> Oh, and huh? there's, even, there's even more news. Gong prices have gone up. They've gone so up. What you're saying, so what you're saying is you have equity in the gongs that you bought. Pretty much. I mean, right now, if you wanted to get a 20-inch Pace Symphonic Gong, it would cost you almost seven hundred dollars, where it was a little over four hundred only two weeks ago. Oh, okay. But then, how much is a a thirty-inch Sabian? Uh, you couldn't pay me to take one of those. No. Nope. <laughs> Show the logo. I'd, I'd, re I'd recycle it. What's that? Oh, oh my goodness! Very cool. The tag that came on the thirty-two. Oh, right on, man. So apparently, I did it just in time. Wow. I'm glad. I'm glad you're you're on the. Uh, I don't know what you would call that. Gong, gong uh, update. Gong yeah. Hey, I pulled this one out. Uh, somebody asked last week for me to pull this one out. What is that? The Vandenberg. Is that, wait, is that a PV? Yeah. Tracer, right? Oh, it's Vandenberg. Oh, dude. Didn't you normally see those in pink? Yeah. They got them in pink. They got them in the puzzle. They got them in black. They got them in cool colors. I got a black one, though. But anyways, this was buried. I pulled it out this week because uh, somebody had said, do you have, who's got a night swan or something like that? And I said, I got a night swan. It's just buried. So anyways, I got it out. So cool guitar. These are, uh, these are uh, not too easy to acquire anymore. So if you can find one in good shape, this one's in really good shape. This one's pretty clean. Pretty clean. So if you have the opportunity to get one, they're cool. And uh, ever since I pulled this guitar out, I hear nothing but White Snake on the radio. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I've heard nothing but White Snake all day long on Hair Nation, and I go, okay, I'll get it out. I'll get it out. Well, so, you're listening to Hair Nation. <laughs> Change the channel. Hey man, I mean, was was there was there a cooler? I mean, when you think about it, Adrian Vandenberg was a pretty cool looking rock star. I mean that guy. That guy was pretty badass looking. I mean, in the uh, on the uh, self on the self titled White Snake album, him and Vivian Campbell, what a duo, right? The self the uh, the eighty seven one. Yes. Yeah. You mean? Oh yeah. Still the night and eighty six. I mean, I mean that 86? was actually Sykes recorded it, but um, but the but the duo of Adrian Vandenberg. And Vivian Campbell is pretty cool, right? 
Mm-hmm. And Rudy Sarzo. Yeah, Rudy Sarzo, correct. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, Tommy Aldrich. Tommy Aldrich. Don Airy. Yep. Ozzy's band, basically, except for Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. wow. So yeah, cool guitar. I broke it out, so I uh, wanted you guys to see it. But uh, yeah, if you happen to stumble on one of these or see it in a, a pawn shop, uh, grab it because the price on these is going up. And if you get one with the original vintage, the original bridge, they're super expensive. This one is the middle of the road bridge. This is the one that came out. It's still a Kaler, but it came out after the first one. So this is the, I think, the second bridge that these were released with. Mm -hmm. I want to say hello to Peggy, Dwight Bailey, and uh, Ryan. I'm not getting that gong for another probably three months. They're still making it in Germany. Wow. Updates there. Yo, what's up, dudes? Hey, you guys. See this phone number down here? We're getting text messages. Check this out. Adam, Adam, are you still here, man? Adam just sent some photos in. Are those the actual guitars, man? Here, here's Adam, FU Tone. This is at uh, FU Tone headquarters. Did you guys see this post this week? There you go. Those, King, those, those are King V's, right? See those Jacksons there? Well, he, he sent some other photos. Maybe, I mean, you guys would know better than me. That's Those are King yeah, V's. That's, that's Robin King Crosby. V. Those were named after uh, Robin. Uh, his nickname was King. So he was so tall. He was such a big dude that they made a bigger body for him, and they called it the King V because the, mm. the original V's look small on him. So they made the body bigger, and they called it the King V for Robin Crosby. So, wow! I wonder if are those, those are his. Are those his actual guitar? Oh yeah, that'd be, it is. That'd be, it is. That those are his. Uh oh, Adam, gonna, you, got, you got a buyer in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Very cool, Adam. Look at that. I wonder who's got those. Adam, Adam has them. Probably. Adam well, has I don't them. think they're his. Are they his? They're probably getting set up. Probably doing something with them, yeah. Look at that. I mean, that's that's obviously an, an older guitar. I mean, because of the... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, just to me, I'm thinking that, yeah. Hey, I've been one to have a rat night. Maybe tonight should be a rat night. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I can talk about rat all night long. Uh-huh. We got all of Warren's guitars right down there. We could go round right and there. round about rat. <laughs> Are you a fan of rat, Eric? Uh, yeah, more more docking. I was more of a Lynch guy, but uh, yeah, just I like Don's voice better than uh, Stephen Piercy's. But you know, other well, than well, yeah, more. you got a point there. That's cool. Who's playing alone again? Ron, is that you? Yes, that's oh, me. Oh boy. <laughs> That's cool. I'll, I'll uh, who is it? Hey, uh, Eric, who's your uh, other than Edward Van Halen? Who's your who, who's your go to guitar player? Oh, boy. Lynch. Lynch. Well, more so with the I, I always looked more like Lynch, I think, than some of the other guitarists. But uh, Randy, uh, Jakey Lee, Bark at the Moon and Ultimate Sin were I mean, those were the first albums I bought. Uh, Yngwie Malmsteen was a huge Yngwie guy. 
the, the standards that we all really liked pretty much, you know, and then I got into Paul Gilbert and people that I could never play like, but like listening to. Oh, there he is. <laughs> you could only have one album and it was between Bark at the Moon and The Ultimate Sin and Ultimate Sin, which one would you take? Um, I would say Ultimate Sin. There's just something about that album that came out when I think I was 13 and I remember going to the mall with my mom and she was like, what is that? You know, because the album cover was pretty weird looking and but I had saw seen shot at the shot in the dark on MTV and I was just like, wow. I mean, it was full glam Ozzy, but I didn't I wasn't old enough to really go back to the the Randy stuff yet. I just thought it was so cool and 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 Jake was just I don't know, there was something about that guy, the way he he was in videos and everything. He was just such a rock star and he was different than, than so many of the other guys and so I, I would definitely say ultimate sin i know a lot of people think that's ozzy's worst album but uh oh, i think no. it's one of the best albums no i mean between those two i i definitely agree i would go with ultimate sin uh ultimate sin kind of seemed like uh, uh for me personally i mean i was always focused on the guitar player uh aspect of every album i bought and i and i just think that uh jakey lee seemed a lot more relaxed on ultimate sin and uh and and he had found his niche inside his tone, ozzy on ultimate sin yeah unbelievable it's, it's, i mean the guitar ridiculous. Just that and you know back for the attack i think are two of the two best quintessential 80s metal albums you know yeah mm -hmm. i man yeah you and i are on the same sheet of paper on that so who played sure. are both albums uh jake ely yeah yes. yeah mark at the moon album. and ultimate sin were both jake ely okay yeah, and, I'm from and, and Jakey actually wrote Bark at the Moon, even though he doesn't get credit for it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I know I that mean, because I was there and talked to him in person on his bus. <laughs> There's actually a video of him talking about that that uh, that that the Bark at the Moon he had wrote he, he had written that when he was in Rat, and it was a lot. It was a uh, the the uh, the tempo was half of what it was and he sped the tempo up for Ozzy. You know, Ozzy heard him playing it and he sped the tempo up to fit more to what Ozzy was looking for. But yeah, he had Bark at the Moon when he was still in rap. Did you, guys ever, did you ever hear the original version of Shot in the Dark from Phil Suzanne's old band? It's it's mm. it's, it's it's amazing. It's it's almost the exact same song, but it's like keyboards and synth and everything and then he brought it to Ozzy and it turned into the Aussie version, but if you listen, and it's on YouTube, uh, it's hmm. almost the identical song. Oh, look at that. That's cool. Yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah, Ultimate Sin was a good album. Um, hey, Robbie, what time do you have to leave? Do you want to go over the auctions? Yeah, I would. I would. I mean, I'm okay. kind of... Robbie, uh, Johnny, Robbie's not feeling good tonight. Can we go over auctions? Sure. I appreciate that. Thanks, Mr. Grit. There's not a whole lot of them. Let's see. Where were those sent? Who sent those to me, and where did you send them? I sent them on uh, WhatsApp this morning. WhatsApp. All right. Let's see. You guys, uh, we got 69 people watching live. You guys are awesome. Tonight, we're giving away a Cabo Wabo guitar pick. 
And I know somebody in the chat was just complaining, saying that uh, Headless USA gave away an amplifier last night, and tonight I'm giving away a guitar pick. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow night. Hmm, you, you never know. Tune in every night. You never know what we're going to give away. Thank you again to Headless USA, by the way, for that. Amazing. Okay, Robbie Stingle on... Uh, on WhatsApp. Let's see. Let's start with the today. Oh, okay. That's right. Thank you, Holly. Yeah, hit that like button. We only got 18 thumbs up. So we got almost 70 people watching. Only 18 of these. Smash that thumbs up. All right. Let's see. Present. Share screen. Okay, look at this. I think. There we go. Kramer Beretta. Is there anything there? It's just a black screen. There it oh, is. Oh, yeah, is there? Kramer Beretta, 1983, 1984, black. Well, hmm. this is not 1983. They did not make this guitar in 1983. This is 84, and it's not even the beginning of 84. This is a few months into 84. If judging by the uh, serial number, it is a sports body. There is a photo of the back with the sports route. So this is a two-piece maple body with your Schaller Golden 50 pickup and your first run Floyd and your witch hat knob. That's all correct. But the guy has got his, um, got his years mixed up here. And also, when, when you go through the words, you'll see he refers to this as a Holy Grail guitar, and it is not. This is not one of the Holy Grail guitars. This oh, is wow. a tilted headstock with a sports neck. No, it it I, says it's a rare black finish. That's not, yeah, that, that, that's not really rare either. Hmm. You know, there were a lot of black finishes, Grail, like, uh, like the guitar Octopus had, you know? This That's is, not being played by Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen no. didn't play Berettas. No, that's another false, false thing here. It features a Floyd Rose. That's true, I think. Uh, let's see, reverse uh, Zebra Schaller Golden 50. Which is um, very good. Pick. It's an Alnico 2 pickup. It'll be a really good sound out of a you know, non-solid state preamp uh tube head mm -hmm. and um you know yeah. so that's correct but well and, it's it's been professionally set up and comes with a sticker covered possibly original hard shell case now this is another bad thing too because this case the latches don't work and it's covered with stickers it is not helping the value of the guitar whatsoever you know, now here we go. If you close, you can see the sports route barely. You see that route underneath the springs? That's definitely a sports route. This? That's, yeah. Uh huh. That's a, definitely a sports body. And it looks to be routed for uh, Rockinger also. So, I mean, the body is good. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that number, as you can see, it's, uh, you know, five, seven something. And, um, the Grail stopped at five even. So, yeah, this is like after Grail. I'd say probably this guitar was made in uh, 
maybe late March, early April. And there is a good chance that I did work on this. Oh, wow. Yes. And you got your sports neck on there. Oh, that one's identical to mine. Uh, yes, Mr. Gritt. Except yours is probably in better shape. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And, uh, and mine has your initials in the neck pocket. Yes, and this one may too. Who knows? Is that the correct headstock? Yes, it is. That's the sports headstock. And it's the... It's like the later edition because when they first came out with those, they had transparent. You couldn't see the name what's very this? well. That looks like some sort of gash. This thing has all kinds of like little things and dents and, and stuff like that all over it. And it's kind of rough for the price. Bobby, that, that neck the that neck looks thin. Like side to side compared to mine. Oh, you mean the headstock? The headstock as doesn't look is? totally width, uh, correct to me. The width, yeah, the headstock of mine's like seems like it's fatter side to it's side. It's like shorter right. and fatter. This is longer and skinnier. Right. Yep. Well, a lot of the a lot of the sports headstocks were like this. They varied, and um, yeah, obviously your guitar your guitar is uh, is a better example. And um, like he's asking a pretty good price here for a. Messed up case that don't latch, and there's a lot of dings on this thing, you know. Hey, uh, I need to back up to in the chat, and somebody asked me something, and I just want to comment on it. I think it was Skyprop asked me. Yeah, Skyprop, did you hear about the USA? 40, did you hear about the USA Kramer Berettas coming out in November? Yes, I did. And I also want to tell you guys that I heard from a very good source that Kramer is going to be discontinuing some of the artist models of the Kramer guitars. So I'm not going to go into which ones, but there's not that many. And uh, I've heard they're discontinuing some stuff. So um, I, uh, I had the option to buy out or to buy some of them at a lesser price, and I'm waiting on pricing. So if you have a favorite artist with Kramer and you're looking to purchase one, I would do it sooner than later. Because I think they're getting ready to change things up there. So yes, I did hear about that. Oh, interesting. I mean, the price here is kind of high with a messed up case. You know, and then you've got this stuff going on. There's things like this all over the thing. You know, there's another one. Looks like he used a Sharpie to try to hide Well, at it. least he touched it up with a Sharpie pen. I mean, you know, we <laughs> have a major, major chip here. At least he pointed that out. <laughs> yeah. Like, you would, it would I have never, been almost invisible if he hadn't done that. You know, he's. Yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky he brought attention to that because I never would have seen it. Yeah, for $3,000, for almost $4,000. Right, I mean, and what does he want for shipping? That doesn't even look like a factory paint job, that finish. 150 Oh, I think it's a factory paint job after the years. It's faded a bit, you know. And it's all, it, it looks like it's almost transparent, but not quite. Now, there's a, there's a refinish right there. I That's mean, actually a Fender headstock. I think Mike Olson has a good comment where he said it looks more like a JK1000 neck. Although the JK1000X did not come 
I agree. Beretta, he did not come saying Beretta on him, though. So, well, let's let's go back and look. I agree. That looks like a JK1000 yeah, headstock. It looks me. thin. It looks thin. That's my opinion. It does, but that's one of the earlier uh, sports necks. Hmm. Because, you know, I was there. You know. <laughs> yeah, but you see this? Correct. This indicates sanding to me. And this looks like this was possibly sanded. And that logo was possibly put on later. Possibly. Oh, interesting. I, I am saying. Yeah, the logo is not, not straight with the bottom. No, they weren't. They weren't. Okay. They were all off. But uh, can we get a, a picture of the back of the neck, like where there would be a Lutheran joint? Because the JK would not have a Lutheran joint. Do you need more than that? I can't tell from that. Oh, how about uh, this? Okay. Yes, definite Lutheran joint. That that confirms this is definitely a, uh, a sports neck. And it's probably one of the earlier ones where they were messing around with headstock shapes. Very close to the beginning. Well, then that makes it a grail then. Doesn't no, it? a grail had an ESP, non-tilt banana. Wow. One I mean, I mean, it makes it cool. Well, it does. It is cool, but it's not. A, it's not an actual grail. As as fifty seven hundred there was past the the serials of grails. Now the body could be used for a for a redo of a grail if you got a grail neck like the one on Alien Nation that I think he's down to. I don't know eighteen hundred for. Then if you refinish both of those pieces, even though it won't say ESP stamped on the back of the neck, that would be pretty darn close. You know, mm -hmm. that would be pretty. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Looking at this, I would say with that case, the condition it's in, which is basically rough, I would say that's maybe a... Twenty-five to twenty-eight hundred dollar guitar at the most on a good day with latches that don't work and the, the case basically with all the stickers on it. You're never going to get it to look right, even if you could fix the latches. I mean, look at this thing. The latch is actually coming apart. <laughs> I've never seen that before. Yeah, so that's like a lot of money, and it's probably not going to sell very soon. I I don't believe. The body itself, the pickup, the Floyd, everything without the neck, I would say is probably worth about $1,700 on its own. Wait a minute. Is that is this just a reflection right here? Well, I certainly hope so. What? I mean. Yeah, that, that wow. looks pretty bad. Looks and, like of course, a common it's thing. Got out at the bottom of the neck. A common thing with these is that right the uh, height, yeah. the height of the, well, that's 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 that's, that's that'd be normal for the the what do you call it, truss rod adjustment. But uh, wait, no, the that, truss rod would be on the top. That no, these, hold on a second, man. The Grail body all had the Grail bodies all had that truss rod to get adjustment. There's the truss rod there. Hold on, hold this on a second. True. That neck doesn't look like it's got an overhanging fretboard or fingerboard either. Get back down to that. Really? See that? Yeah, you might be right on that. You see that there? You see how the uh the you, you see the route? 
how the paint look, sunk into the side of it. You see how you can see the... I don't think that's oh, an overhanging fingerboard. <clears throat> oh, I wish we had a... Well, he's not going to show you a picture of that any more than he's going to show you the picture <laughs> of the, the neck pocket where it hits the, the, the neck heel. Because many of these needed a shim in the pocket and enable to, to enable the neck to be raised up enough to have decent action with the Floyd. And lots of them came out of the pack, the factory with that shim in the neck pocket, like a, like a full neck pocket shim, not just one side, you know, similar to what Stumac sells, you know? So mm -hmm. uh, I think that guitar is suspect. Oh, here we go. Can we, oh, no, can we no, you can see it. No, it's overhanging. It's okay. Overhanging. You can see where the that's reflection hits. on that side. Yeah. No, it's got an overhanging fingerboard. It's still suspect, though. I think that headstock suspect. Suspect. That's just my opinion. Well, it's definitely a sports neck, even with the thinner headstock. Now remember, it looks like a freaking JK or a focus. in those early days. Or a focus. Yeah. In those early days, that I agree. That headstock shape was used on pacers also. I have Hell an 83 yeah. pacer neck. I have, an, <laughs> I have an 83 pacer neck that is that shape. That came Mike Olson. If you ordered a Grail guitar in 83, but you didn't want the Grail, if you ordered a pacer, you got the thinner headstock like that. So it's, oh, totally, no. it's totally legit, I think, as far as the shape goes, because they had... Uh, they had they had they had used both. They used yeah. both. So I think it's the right neck. I think it's legit. The parts, it's in rough shape. And the guy's asking a lot. If he had a fucking excuse my language, if he had oh. a, if he had a perfect case and it wasn't as rough as it is, Janice, did you get that? Then he could he could he could ask that or maybe even a little more. I wouldn't ask more for this. Well, like I said, if it was in perfect shape and he had a really nice case, you know, but those are some things that are kind of, but you really look at it, a refinish here. That's going to bring the price of the guitar down is worth the worth will go down with it. So, but I thought it was kind of interesting. I thought this was an interesting one. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. Everybody clip that. All right, very cool, man. Yeah, little too much, Eric. I think. Uh, Eric, what's Eric? What's your thoughts? Your thoughts, sir? Um, you know what? I I I guess he worked at Kramer because I, I I went to college up there near Neptune at Monmouth University. So I remember when they were uh, shutting the factory down, and I think it was was it ninety or ninety one. Oh, it was a kind of a drawn out thing with the lawyers and everything, but yeah, it was finalized by then. Yeah, and the fire sale. Yeah, yeah. I remember they were throwing things in the dumpster. One of the kids I was going to college with was coming in with just necks and bodies, and you know we didn't know how to put them together or anything. But uh, I don't know. There's Kramers. I mean, I see them in the you know the pawn shops around here and stuff. And uh, there's they use so many different parts to put them together that you really have to do your research to see what's worth what. You know, to me, if I find one in the pawn shop that's three four hundred dollars as long as you know the truss rod's not screwed up or something out 
take it home and play with it. And if I get bored, I'll sell it. I, I think one thing that changed was years ago, um, before reverb became really big, it was like, you could find stuff like that on Craigslist and then pawn shops. And now nothing's really rare anymore. It just, you know, you just put Kramer and reverb and there's hundreds of them. So that kind of takes away some of the excitement of finding one on Craigslist or whatever. Yeah, you won't find one anymore because these pawn shops, they go directly to Reverb. Yeah. And they go directly to eBay, find out what it's worth, and then that's, you know, they've got their price. It's there's not uh very rarely do you get get good stuff anymore like that anymore. Well, it depends on what year, what, you know, cuz it'll come down to months or even weeks in production from the factory as to how much something is worth and how rare it is. So if you find if you're finding Kramers that are like dirt cheap like that, chances are they're imports or strikers oh yeah they're focuses and strikers and stuff focus isn't necessarily bad but uh if you get into you know 87 focus stuff like that they, they really went downhill with production at that point but if you get the earlier focuses were really really very good guitars yeah i agree and what and what you want to do is if you're going to a see you guys the pawn shop with the best deals is the pawn shop that has no internet service. <laughs> so they can't look I, the stuff up. I tried that the other day. She pulled it up on her phone. I was like, damn. <laughs> or get in a DeLorean and go back to the 90s, then go to the pawn shops, and you'll get the Kramers yeah. for excellent deals. Oh, yeah. But the whole thing about Kramer is they just didn't make all that many guitars out of the Neptune. There was only like 10 of us. We didn't make that many guitars. So that makes them a lot more rare than like Fender or Gibson or whatever, because there's millions of those. And there's only like, in some cases, thousands or even hundreds of some of these Kramers that came out. Do you still talk with that? You worked with Paul Unkert then, right? No, I came after Paul Unker. Uh, I mean, I knew people at the factory in 82. And um, I, I was pretty involved in knowing what was going on then. But uh, uh, honestly, Edward didn't get me to work there till, uh, till just the beginning of 84 because they just didn't want to pay any money. You know, I was like, no, I'm not working for $4 an hour, you know. They finally upped it to five. I was like, okay. Yeah, he lives. Uh, he lives like one town north of me. I've been in his shop a couple of times, and he's a really nice guy. He loves telling stories, and uh, he had the Unk guitars that he did for a while that had the U-shaped headstock. And uh, I went and <laughs> bought, bought a couple of those from him, and uh, he's just a really good guy. Nice. Yeah, he's been on the show here a couple of times. Oh, cool. Years ago, like when we, when we first when I when we first started doing these shows, he was he was one of the first guests. Awesome. Yeah, we had him on like twice in like a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. You, is is there another one? How many? Uh, how many did you cough up, Robbie? Robbie oh, got an envelope open. There's a there's few. A few. There's two. Yeah, and, and then there's, there's some few. next. There's some next too. Now, here's one of the necks. Yeah. Kramer neck, 1986 block, logo lefty, right, reverse. Now, this is a kind of saver because everybody here knows $300 for a Kramer 
neck, even if it is, you know, uh, an 86 uh, three piece is cheap. That's like the deal of the century. But there's a problem with the shelf here. The guy says that it had been shimmed and worked well, but the, the shelf isn't quite even. There's problems with the shelf being even. If you're really good, you could probably repair it and reshelf it. Because if we look here, the, the route looks a little bit suspect. But the most important part is the fingerboard. That where the fingerboard is and ends looks good to me. And that's really all that matters. He's stating that they went too deep because they went into the fretboard. That depends on which nut you use. If you're using one of the higher nuts, then it won't be that much of a problem. And you could probably use a shim and it'd be okay. Or what I would probably do is take a, take a, you know, make a custom piece of wood and glue it in there and yep. sand it in. That's what I would do. You know, that's so what I would could, do. It could be saved relatively easy. You know, now you're looking at a, it's it's a late 86 neck. This is almost 87 before they went to pyramid because of that route for the truss rod is like rectangular, you know? So this is later on. It's a lefty neck. And they said, well, you could use it for righty. But, but remember, if you use this as a reverse on a righty guitar, you will not have indicator dots. And it is possible to drill and put your dots in. I don't go there. That's one of those things like, you know, that I wouldn't do because there's no way I'd be able to do it, you know, really, really nice. But uh, it's a good price. That's a good price, even even for a three-piece. Because remember, these three-piece necks, although they were glued together with three pieces of wood down the length, were not CNC'd. These were hand, these were handcrafted also. So that's a big plus, you know, even if it is a pointy. Mm. Yeah, and Chris there's a stain King's on right. the carpet too. Cool. Oh, carpet, or whatever that is. That looks like so, particle board. It really like is a press board. That, that's a smoking. Yeah, deal. I think that, that's their. That's a smoking deal. Heck, a little while ago, I probably would have bought this immediately because it's a very good deal. I mean, that's that's really probably. Uh, Seven hundred dollar neck there. He's asking for three hundred, and it looks right-handed if you just look at it uh, backwards. <laughs> well, like I said, the drilling and putting in the dots for the, uh, you know, on top of the neck—that's not easy to do, man. I'm telling you, you could mess that up in a second. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go there doing that. Yeah, but anybody—if you can really play—you don't even need the dots. Well, that's true right. too. If you can do without right. the dots, fine. But if you're putting it together for something that you might sell to somebody, you gotta have the dots on it. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know. So that that would help the value if you could pull it off. That's a place I wouldn't go. Obviously, it was hanging on a hanger. Yeah, and you could see how the route looks a little bit messed up there. But I really it goes think goes into you, it. It goes into the maple. You can see where it goes into the maple. Usually, there's just a little bit of rosewood left. So you but can I, see how he's he, he's kind of hogged into the maple. So, well, I think that I think that it could be easily repaired. And my sure. opinion, my opinion is that this is probably a fire sale neck because Kramer wouldn't have put it out the factory like that. That would be a reject. Yeah. 
So that's my opinion is that it's a reject neck that uh, somebody bought at the fire sale, probably for not much. They're only selling it for 300. You know, they probably didn't pay much for it. So, yeah, it's not even drilled for a uh, Allen wrench holder. Right. No tool pack. Yeah, it probably never even got to that that point. And like I said, the big rectangular, that's the kind of route they used when they went with the with the dual action truss rods, you know, which was later on. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But, for the, you know, I hate to say it for the money, because when you say something like for the money, it's good. You're saying, oh, look, it's sold already. Reds don't look bad. Scan down. Look. Somebody just bought it. Damn. Ron. Sorry. I didn't think it would last <laughs> long. But... Figured that'd work on Wait, I think CC said he just got it in the mail. <laughs> like, if you use a term like for the money, that always is kind of saying, well, I'm kind of like lowering my standard because, you know, for the money I could get this, but if I wanted one that was really good, it would cost more. I mean, that's how I kind of look at that. It's like, this really sucks, but for the money... <laughs> it don't suck as bad. It don't suck <laughs> so bad. It doesn't hurt as much. Say well, make offer. It wasn't sold this morning, but I, I sent these early. No. No, this piece is sold. Yeah. Chico. I'm wondering. Hey, that's not sold. far from me. I'm wondering if it's sold while we were on air. No. That'd well, not your, since not since we looked at days. it. Yeah, no, when I opened it up uh, just minutes ago, it, it, it had been sold already. Interesting. Yeah, well, you know, you got to jump on these things. But for me, where I'm at right now, I mean, I'm good on guitars. Peggy. Oh, Peggy. It wasn't Peggy. More Mike. <laughs> I'm going to put it on the Farrington. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I see, see. There you are, man. So, CC, what's going on, man? You got, you got a guitar? We're trying to figure that out. Wow. Yeah, so for the money. Not if, if, Well, if, if you are faster on the draw than, I guess, any of us. <laughs> hey, Robbie, I just, uh, or uh, hey, Johnny, I just sent you one over on text. We've got to look at this. We've got to look at this. Rob, Robbie's got an uh, envelope to open first. Uh, you want me to open that now? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. I, I, threw one, I threw one thing in there for you, a little extra. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't no, show no. the address. I can't show the address. As you can no. see, it's you last. can't see. You can't see the address. Okay. Move your left hand. No. <laughs> we have exacto knife. He's got two big 63 cent stamps on here, so he really wanted this to show up. Yeah, because the last one didn't. I got it back with no shims and yellow. So we'll uh, we'll open this up here. I got this like Monday or something, and I've been waiting to open it. You know, whenever. Thank you, Nelson. Kind of thing. Nelson, yeah, last night was awesome. Everybody involved in that was. Thank you so much. Da, da, da. 
And here we got we got these shims. These are the Floyd Rose shim for 10 inch radius neck. I like this. I like these uh, because it's easier when you put the Floyd together. It's just one piece. You don't have to put the screws through. I mean, he's got three of them here. Look at this. Nice. That is nice. Those are like mini versions of those things hanging behind you over there. <laughs> hey, you could put those on there and use them. And Ron has in, has given me one of these that I've put on several guitars, but have taken off. Although one of them is on the guitar hanging on Hippie's wall. Wait, how big is that? That's not for a guitar. Yeah, you can put it. It's a billboard. You can put it on the guitar. You know, in the old days, they, they would actually put these on or even paint it in. Hey, so, Robbie, put that on your on your gong. Cover up that pasty symbol. No, not going to happen. <laughs> but thank you, Ron. I appreciate that. I like this sticker. I You're think welcome. I have one of these that I haven't used yet also. So nice, man. I like it. I'm just glad they finally got there. I might put that on the Lynch guitar when I get it back painted. Hmm. All right. CC says, with the guitar that I sent him, and that's the 88 Charvel Model 2 that he bought for me, so I could buy the giant stand for the 38-inch gun. I think it arrived early. Wife said she found it sitting on the porch today. Unless someone sent me another guitar, it's the Charvel. Mr. Robbie Stingle sold me a true friend to hook me up. Well, thank you, CC, and I know you really wanted it, and I sold it to you for what I paid for it. There's absolutely no uh, attempt to make money off it, you know. And uh, yeah, it's like perfect. The guitar is like perfect. It's mint. Everything's like brand freaking new. Everything's original, and that's what's so. Uh, so important because everybody that gets one of these guitars puts another pickup in it or changes or adds something or drills all for coil split or there's all or changes the bridge this is all original with the chainsaw case it's, it hasn't been molested at all and if you look for model twos everyone you see is going to have something modified on it so that's what makes that guitar probably worth I would say probably about fourteen or fifteen hundred dollars because of the shape it's in and it's all original. Hmm. And there you go. There you go, CC. Love you, brother. Johnny, you okay. get that? I did. I just sent it uh, to Robbie so I could find it. Here we go. Look at this. Oh my gosh. All right. This sounds this sounds horrifying. Well, that price. All right. Look at this, you guys. You guys, by the way, smash that thumbs up. We got 23 thumbs up. So we got 68 watching live. And if you guys want to win a Cabo Wobble guitar pick, participate in the chat. My heart rate's going up right now. Robbie, we just talked about this two weeks ago. Uh-oh. I'll brace myself. 
What? Oh, one of the oh the guitar. Oh, this is the official. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you, Peggy. Oh, okay. Well, that's an awful lot of money. Wow. EVH Van Halen Wolfgang Signature Limited Edition Tour Relic Ivory. $60,000 local pickup only. Huh. Don't we know somebody in Ohio? Well, yeah. Ron. Yeah, that's two hours from me. Oh, well, yeah. go get it. Or actually, it's like 45 minutes from my son. Go yeah, grab just, it and bring it back. We'll look at it. Yes. Yeah, okay. Sell your house and. <laughs> I, can, I can sell my Hummer and buy it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, scroll through, Johnny. Can you wow. or not? What? Can I? Yes. Scroll through it. Yeah, scroll it. Yeah. I can. Looks kind of beat look, up for sixty thousand. Look the at that. The guy's a second owner. He took the original strings off, changed the strings on it. Uh, he's a second owner. Well, why would he keep the original strings? I don't know. Unless it, Eddie actually played it. I, it if Eddie played it, he would have kept the strings on. Yeah. Right? Um, Maybe? Yeah. I think they built 20 of these is what I remember reading. They built 20 of these, and they were 20 grand. Now you're looking at a top dollar price here. I mean, yeah. you know, that's it. Oh, thank you, Not Visible. I actually do play the sound plates. Every time I have the Sunday sounds, my Sunday show, I put that out about 10.30 in the morning on Sunday. My time. Robbie yes, time. I love the sound plates. They're so rare and they sound so great. Thank I you can't so wait much. to hear those mini sound plates you just got in the mail. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> they sound like this. <laughs> They are, are all three the same, so they would sound. $60,000. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Doctor or lawyer much? Or Indian chief. And I can say that because I'm Native American. <laughs> Well, don't, don't start singing half-breed, Johnny. I think they'll give you a strike. Uh, well, I don't think she's actually. Is she Indian? Yes. Cherokee. She is? Yes. I just watched that video today. It would wouldn't, wait, fall. wouldn't she be Cherokee? <laughs> boo. It's, it's boo. <laughs> <laughs> we like to joke Look around a lot, Eric. Look at that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> look at that sports look at that, route look at that spring on the left it, it looks like they hogged out the side of the route sports to accommodate route. the spring oh yeah oh god no. you see that mm -hmm. i don't even want to know yeah. round wood file <laughs> you see where that where, where the side yeah. of that cavity is hogged out because of the spring i mean come on man are you serious right now look at that well is I mean, that a unless, picture of that? Unless the, the original. Oh, where it goes the, into the block, Johnny. Unless the original's no, like man. that. No, man. That's all C and C, man. Is that. I mean, oh, come Absolutely. on. You'd see the steps and stuff. I mean, I, I look for that all the time in original bodies. Yeah, that's all C and C, man. 
shop class. Well, they're rare. They've sold for 20 grand to start, but you know, you're not gonna, that's not an investment at that price. No. You know, if you went, uh, it is signed by Ed. Hey, so stop right there. I do want to say that we talked about this a few weeks ago. And you and and I said I could probably see one going for fifty grand. So then this one pops up. It's one of twenty. See, okay, so I was right. Uh, it says so. This one pops up, and I'm sitting there staring at it. And I'm like, okay, I could sell. You know, off a bunch of guitars and go ahead and get this. And do you know what totally crapped me out about it? Say <laughs> Eddie's signature. <laughs> It doesn't look like his signature. <laughs> does it? Uh, I mean, I don't think it, it does. It it to me it does, but the the reason you're saying that is because it's it's really it's really small. And usually when you see Edward sign stuff, it's like on the top of a guitar, on the top of an album, and it's more spread out and there's more room. There he's actually signing on a line. So I can, so I guess I can see my that. question, Mike, well, that, that kind of crapped me out, to be honest with you. We but, need to call um, an expert in. So, Mike, no, it's it's totally legit. I am I'm the expert. I wish his, I'm just saying I wish his signature <laughs> would have looked a little bit more like his signature instead of whatever that is right there. I just, I guess my know. question is, I guess my question is, is what's the number? Uh, which one is it? Yeah. What what's the number on this guitar? It's it's totally legit, Chris King. Totally legit. Yeah. I just don't see you making any money off this. Oh he's no, got, he's making a grip. Well, that's what if, this guy is doing. He's trying to make grand. money off it. Yeah. He Anybody who buys it is uh, not going to make money off it. Good night, Martin. Thanks for coming by. Good night, Martin. Right, Martin. Thanks, man. See you later. My question is, is what's the number? What's the number? That case is, that case alone, that's cool, man. I'm not sure what's cooler, the case or the guitar. That's tough. What's the Are there number? words? Yeah. Are there words? Uh, does it say... It doesn't say the number of it, does it? No. Limited 20-piece run. I'm the second owner. But it doesn't say 20-piece. Like, like, if you get one, do you know what... You wouldn't know which one is out of the You could 20. probably contact Fender. You could probably ask Paul, Paul Fender and ask him. They'd probably tell you. If you give them that serial number, yeah. Yeah. Because that's eight the number pounds, right 11 there. Ounces. Eight pounds, 11 ounces, man. That's a heavy Wolfgang. Yeah, so there's the serial right there. 03503A. I don't know. I'd guess number three. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. What's What's the number, Johnny? Robbie, what's the number? Ron, what's the number? 
what WGO three five oh three A? Oh, what's the number on the guitar? <laughs> like, like, what's the? What do you buy it for? Oh, what's the now, number? I wouldn't touch what's it. the grip? I wouldn't touch it myself, but I'd say if you wanted to try to make money off that, I wouldn't go over thirty five. Even that's going to probably think, take years. I think that's too. That's too rich for me, man. I, I put a number on it. I'm just seeing what your guys' number is compared to mine. So Robbie I, says I, 35. What do you think, Johnny? I think free. You guys see the guitars I play. <laughs> well, you do have a Lucido neck on that Ripley. Yeah, but you're also a Van Halen guy, so you should know what the, you know... Yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't help you out on that one. Hmm. So those sold for what? Twenty thousand? Yeah. Originally. Hmm. Yeah. I do know. I think the lost Jackson that that. Uh, for Randy that he never had I think that sold for 195,000 Hey Eric what do you think uh, <laughs> I don't know man I, I, I remember when Eddie passed and I had a bunch of the, the EVH the circles and, and all those guitars the stripe series that were I don't know what were those 1500 when they came out um, or maybe not even that much and, and I just Really didn't think I was ever going to play them, and, and I would put them on reverb, and people would drive down from Staten Island, and I'd be like, dude, I'll give you a good deal on this. Uh, you know, you're not a reseller. Like, no, 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 I'm, I'm just an Eddie fan, and I want it, and I would, you know, sell it to them, and the next day it would be on reverb for $3,000, and I yeah. never quite understood that. I mean, you know, if you, if you would have told me that, I would have been cool with it too, but I, I never understood the... I don't know, man. I, I mean, it sucked when Eddie died, and I understand why the Wolfgangs, especially the PV stuff, went up in price. But you know, this kind of stuff—I I don't know, man. I'd rather I'd rather trade stocks than than try to make money off a piece of wood. But that's just me. That's what my thought was. My thought was, okay, so I pay. So my number was twenty. If he wants his money back, I'll give him his money back. I'll do twenty grand on it, and I know he's not going to take it, but. Anything over twenty thousand, I got to think to myself: What other guitars could I have for twenty thousand dollars? You wouldn't. If he said you could have for twenty five, you wouldn't go five more. Okay, but he's not going to. What I'm saying is, is, is if actually JP twenty one is is a very close uh, uh, relative to me. And him and I were talking about it the other day. And uh, we were talking about over text. And I was like, you know, I think 20 is my number. Because he probably got he probably got it for less than 20. He probably, well, maybe not. But anyways, I think 20 is my number. I was thinking about shooting him an offer of 20 grand and see what he says. You know, he's going to, of course, he's going to come back and say no. But he's got no offers. He's, he's at 60 grand. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't see that guitar going for 60 grand. Oh, well, you get it. I'll pick it up for you. 
<laughs> I'd ship it. But is anybody ever going to play it, or is it just going to be like it's it's strictly I want it and I'm hoping I can make money off it? Like I guess I I never understood that aspect of it, like spending that much money and then it's like wow cool and then but you never really play it because you want to keep it right whatever, in sellable condition. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing with this is this is an official EVH guitar. It is a, a limit, very limited guitar. But as far as we know, Eddie never played this. Actually, see if Eddie had played this guitar, and he had played it on stage, and it was possibly signed, that's a different story. Yeah, that's the the Music Zoo had a whole bunch of those. I think they still do the Shorevel ones that he yeah. hand striped in 2007 yeah. and those were before he died i think they were trying to sell those for 20 and then yeah. now i see him for 60 them. to 100 yeah i mean and they can't sell them yeah yes ryan i think charlie sheen bought a bunch of them or something when they were being auctioned off is what i heard hmm. huh that's cool yeah yeah but again, like like to your point though, Eddie hand striped those. He played them on stage. Uh, there's footage of him playing them on stage. Something like this, like I don't know, it's it's cool and all, but there's no historical value to it, you know. <clears throat> no, and you're never gonna get that back for it. No, that's that's so much. I th well, I guess. What do you think, Robbie? Oh, uh, I don't know how much longer I can last, man. <laughs> well, go on and get some rest, man. I don't want to keep you. Well, I know I, you're not I, feeling good. You, want, you wanted me to comment on the listings I sent in. Yeah. You know, we could keep going on that. I'll, I got a little bit more. Oh, were you not done? I thought you were done. Oh, no, I thought no, you no, said not? you only had two. Uh, oh, okay. No. Johnny, go back to those. I thought he There's... only had two. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of. Oh, these okay. Things. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, but some of them we we can get to next time too. Let's go. Oh wow. Well, there's all the right. One. There, there's only a couple I really want to do. There's the, uh, there's the uh, Klein graphic guitar, and then there's a, uh, a banana neck that, uh, the guy is claiming to be a sports neck, but it's really Lacido, so he's like screwing himself. Mm. <laughs> Those are the only two I really want to talk about anyway. Mm-hmm. Like the Kramer? My... Huh? I still have my Kramer Klein guitar with the lips on it. It's in storage. Oh, wow. I mean, I after... Know, I, I know a guy here locally that's got 42 Klein's guitars. After I go, you can put that, after I go, you can put that V up, that uh, Focus, uh, what, F4000. Uh, I, I think somebody was looking for one. Mm -hmm. but I don't really have to comment on that. You guys can take care of it. And uh -huh. really, I think Rit, I think Rip, Rit can do the uh, pointy next to the three piecers. I think he can do those. But yeah, this is interesting. Um, well, he's not asking all that much, but what this comes down to is the clear coat. Did this guy play it? Is that clear coat cracking? Is the clear coat damaged or did he never play it? If the clear coat is immaculate, it's worth every penny. But if it's all messed up from playing, it's not. So we have to kind of look a little closer. And I guess he's got some words here. All original, no issues. 
Hmm. Look at the pictures to tell it for that. Yeah. Super clean and very hard to find. 1986 Kramer American Brother with factory Eagle Klein graphic. Yeah, I've, I've never seen one of these. Oh, I have, but, you know, I was at the factory. You were there? Yeah, I saw these. I saw these coming out. Sure. They made a bunch of them. Case has stickers on it. Well, all right, we can see some of the clear here, and I'm not seeing any marks. But it, uh, Floyd does look like it was played. It's a flat black, and they put the flat black Floyds on the higher end guitars. I'm not really seeing any damage so far in the clear coat. And this is a, you know, obviously Seymour Duncan pickup with a shallow ring. Hmm. Then they had the shallow ring left over. And it makes it a little suspect there, you know. Plus that year with the witch hat knob, that isn't quite right either. That thing should have had a knurled steel knob, you know. I always do like the flat black Floyds, first runners. Okay, we got mm -hmm. the signature. and We're not seeing any damage on the clear coat here, which is really, you know, look at that, 48 out of 65 of them. Yeah, they made a bunch, huh? Yeah, I remember seeing these like a lot. It's a cool graphic though. Do we? It is cool how it's numbered too. Do we flip it over? Is it really let us see the? Okay, he's taking it apart. I got that. El Nico Five JB. That's pretty standard. Cool. He takes the neck off, and there's no. No signatures, really. Nothing to indicate. What does that mean? Does that mean Klein? Probably. The K? No, that's the, the same uh, writing that was inside my Beretta. Remember those pictures I sent you, Robbie? It was K uh -huh. and K. Interesting. Why do they take the neck off? The, I mean, I would. that's just... That always bothers me because you're, I mean, especially a guitar that's probably been put together for 30 something years. I mean, that, that wood and that steel set, and then you take those screws out and when you put them back in, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, just to, just to prove what it is, you know, for the buyer. Yeah. I guess if it's like a you vintage know. fender from the fifties or sixties or whatever, but something like that, like it's, I don't know. Just feels mm -hmm. like you've, you've, I don't know, you've ruined the guitar. But I'm weird like that. So. <laughs> let's see the let's see the back of it. Okay, and I'm not seeing any of the clear coat checking or the clear coat bubbling. Right. Yeah. Which is all. Oh, oh, it's got the stabilizer in it. Trim yeah. stopper. That's too bad. But it's original, and that's what we're looking at. We're looking at a collector's piece that you should never play. Put in a fucking case. Excuse my language again. Put it. Put it in a case, and let it let it gain value. Because even at that price, it's going to be worth more the longer time goes by. Because there's not Dennis all died. that many of them. 
You know? I've got a bag full of those stabilizers in the garage. I hate those things, but you know, yeah. in this case, I would leave it on. With everything original on this guitar because it's an investment. Well, properly done tool pack. That's nice. That's the three piece. You're not looking out with the transition neck on this. Well, it really looks for a Klein graphic guitar. This is really in good shape. I'd have to go on the edge of or the cross the line into it's legitimate. I know the case has stickers. Somebody probably played it. You know, here we got a that's an E plate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a that's that's good. That's you know that's an eighty six plate. So that all checks out. Now notice how well the screws are aligned in there. Everything's put together rather nicely. And there's no checking in the clear coat. Mm -mm. Dang it, if that ain't, I think it's legit and I think it's worth the money he's asking. But if you bought this thing for that kind of money, I wouldn't play it at all. I'd, I'd put it in like one of those glass cases you put on the wall you know that's what i do with it i would definitely not play it because man even touching that clear coat might make it spiral and 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 that was the biggest thing because he clear coated those with his airbrush those did not go back in the paint booth and that's why the clear coat on these is always damaged when people play them oh wow but I would say for for a client graphic guitar, that would probably go normally for in that shape, forty five hundred if the case was a little nicer. Uh, that's probably a pretty good deal on that, and it's a good investment. It's not like something you put all kinds of money into to try to get your money back because in a couple of years that thing is going to be easily forty five hundred, if not right now. So mm -hmm. you know the longer. What about sixty thousand? No, no. With all the checking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With a Klein graphic guitar, you do not want it to look weathered. <laughs> no. You want it to be pristine. And this one is. I, I've got to, you know, I've got to, uh, I've got to uh, agree. As far as the rare, as far as the rare graphic goes, I don't think, you know, that's all that rare. You know, they did make a pretty good amount for the Kramer factory at that time. That was like, you know, a mm -hmm. big kind of production number on a guitar like this. Well, it and, says, you know, right. I mean, it, sa yeah. it says the exact number. There's 65 of those. Right. So that was, you know, in a, in a factory when there's 10 people, 65 is a lot, you know. But for, for a, a guitar, though, it's really not. I mean, that it. Only 65? Right. I mean, it is rare to a certain degree, but it's not like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I, okay, I'll give it that it's rare. It's just my opinion from being in the factory when these were built, there seemed to be a lot of them there. made. They climbed graphics that weren't anywhere near that number. Like you would walk into, the, you'd walk through a room and you would see, literally see 20 of those bodies hanging there. Well, they, so you, they, they, they put them on stands, you know, like they didn't hang them. They, they right. had like guitar yeah. 
rack that they'd stand they'd, they'd sit in yeah yeah you so, know so on, on the one he did for me the lips when it's one of one it's he signed at one of a klein well when did he do that that was i bought that in probably 88 trying to find a picture of it. what you said one of one yeah where's it out it's, break it out break it's it in out. storage bust it out it's in storage. trade it for that trade it for that other guitar no plug it in let's hear it oh oh Bro brooks uh they they didn't they didn't really do the numbers like that they they were very varied in them in the amount of numbers and a lot of the a lot of the the graphics he did were uh were custom ordered, you know, kind of like what Ron's talking about. And then so that that's a custom ordered guitar that you custom. You got that? Yeah. And it's signed. He signed it one of a Klein. Right. So one of a Klein. Would be worth that would be worth significantly more, and I would say yes, that is rare. But you can see see the clear on it though. You see some of the scratches. Oh, mm -hmm. so it's got the telltale. Uh, it's not not well. See, I I made the mistake and I played it for about a year. Oh right. no! Yeah. So that brings you played a guitar. Down. Yeah, but I think wrong. it offsets. I think it offsets on the rarity of the graphic that was done, though. So I think. I you, mean, it doesn't look doesn't doesn't look good in that photo, but I mean, it's I got it. It's in storage in Springfield, Ohio, right now. Don't try to fix the scratches. Whatever's done's done. You're gonna you're gonna go right through with that. That clear coat is very fragile. Yeah, if that's airbrush clear coat, you try to buff that, you're gonna go, but you're gonna burn yeah. right through it. Yeah, so don't. I wouldn't now, even use a. I wouldn't even use scratch checks on a on a on a rag lightly. I would leave totally just not touch it. Now I, I may have the last body he painted once his daughter goes through his stuff because I paid him for another body with skulls and stuff on it, and he told me he had it done, and then he died. What so are you I eating? contact. I, yeah, what is that? green apple with caramel oh wow well, so no, uh, nobody said there was going to be cake why do i never <laughs> get any cake so but what what, I never get any. what his daughter said when she goes through because she still hasn't went through his shop and she's going to send me pictures of what she could find and then she'll said if it's one of them that uh that's for me she'll send it to me so i may have one of the last ones he ever painted before he died but the best part was he'd had cataract surgery about two years prior to that. So his detail got a lot better again. Right. Don't ever, don't ever play that. <laughs> Put it in a hermaphrodite, whatever, sealed container, you know. Mm -hmm. It was, it was 600 for the, he supplied the body and the paint. Well, worth it. If, if you do get that. And it's in the shape that it should be. It's easily worth probably fifteen hundred right now, with him dying. I would I wouldn't do a thing with it, man. I would. Yeah, I didn't plan on. I just I like you said. I I thought about putting building a case just big enough for the body, and I have little LEDs, little spotlights, and go around it and hang it on the wall. Way to go, man! Absolutely, that's a that's a super investment for later down the and, road. You know, put put a little note in there that this is one of the last of the clients mm -hmm. cool i don't i don't want to you know harass his daughter over time wise going to go get it but 
she oh, did. Yeah. She did. She did. You know, promise me that when they go through everything, she's going to start sending me pictures. And because we was trying to decide on, and, he, and I told him just surprise me with skulls. So then he, I got a message from him where it was done, and then he died like a week or two later. Wow. Oh wow, wow man. I still got his voice message on the phone. Oh my gosh. He's got a YouTube channel, but he only did one video. He's doing the Marilyn Monroe, and he's using a bunch of stencils, and that was before he had the cataract surgery, which is why he was using all the stencils. But it is there is a, a, a UT does have a YouTube channel. That's the only one video on it. He did a lot of Marilyn Monroe's too. Hey, I talked to uh, Jeff Labar on uh, on Messenger, and he, he told me that he still had his Marilyn Monroe from the uh, "Don't Know What You Got Till It's Gone" video. He said that was one of the few Kramers he had left was the Marilyn Monroe. Didn't he die recently? Yeah, like what a couple years ago, right? A couple three. I don't years think it's ago. been that long. No. Yeah, I think it's less than two years. Well, that's a couple years. I like no, Jeff Labar less. Oh. He's just being argumentative, Johnny. It's okay. It's it's it's, it's, it's a crab apple. Because we talked it's about the, that uh, on one apple. of these shows when he passed away. We talked about it. I I yeah. think it's been at least it's been over a year. We know. That's Eddie said that they didn't do a memorial for him because he just didn't mean that much. He was he was being nice how he said it, but he was telling the, the guy it called because the guy wanted it was a big fan of his of Labar's. And want to know why they didn't make a big deal or some kind of memorial something for him. And Eddie just basically said he wasn't that big of an influence. He wasn't that big of a deal to have that, which I couldn't believe. That's too bad, Trump's man. Dead. I thought Jeff Labar was cool, man. He's a cool dude. Long Cold Winter is a fantastic album. Didn't uh, John yeah. Paul Jones produce that? I believe you are correct, sir. Dang it, I love Zeppelin. Rude. July of 2021, he passed away. So it's been over two years. There's wow. nothing like a, the sound of two Marshall Major Plexi 200 watt amps. <laughs> yeah, man, Paige, that was that was stunning. Yeah, Madison Square Garden, man. Mm -hmm. Regional. My, Thank you so much. My sister actually saw that concert. Wow. What other options are there, Robbie? Anything? Oh, we got another neck going. And then I'll what about a over. focus? I'll ha I'll hand it over to you. You could do. I got time for if you want to put the V up there. Here we go. Somebody out there was looking for a guitar like this, but this was even better because it's really it's one of the first ones, and. Um, I think the one he wanted had three pickups. This only has two. This has two humbuckers. I don't remember who it is, who it was, but this is an exceptionally good year for a focus guitar, and this is pretty darn rare. You talk about rare. Johnny and, wants that blanket it's laying on. And the price on this is really, <laughs> really good. You're talking a price that they're selling 87 focuses for, and here you got this thing. You got your shallower high output pickup. That's a 16-point pickup there. You got your uh, speed knobs on there. And, of course, the ESP. So totally made by ESP, body and neck. 
this is a really nice guitar. And whoever was looking for, I think he was looking, what was, wasn't he, was he looking for the Focus 4000? It was a couple or a few weeks Who? ago. So I can't remember. Somebody in the oh, chat was saying I that? remember yes, that. Yes. yes, I remember that. Yeah, some guy was looking for a Focus, yeah. Or he had a Focus 4000 and you were, and, and you said, is that the Flying V? And he said, yes. Right, he was in looking for another one. He had one and he lost oh, it okay. or he wanted another one. Yeah, so if he's watching, here it is, man. You know, so whoever you are, and I'm sorry I can't remember your name. Yeah. Cool guitar, great price. This is a keeper. Even if you're even even if somebody else wants to get it. Yeah, they put some crazy tool pack on it, but I mean, yeah, this is a really good one. The price so is really good. This is so good, uh Tremlo. That's fifteen hundred. You know, you you can yeah. get that off, right? And it, it's got the you know it's got your uh, your go to tuners on there. It all looks correct to me. Nice one piece neck, of course. The fingerboards fingerboard is glued on, but the rest of the next one piece. Yeah, somebody buy this right now. This is a yeah, very good guitar. It's not sold yet, which you know now we. Usually we have a couple that are sold by the time. Where we is this at? at? This is in New York. New York. Marcellus. I, they're one of my favorite sellers on there. I got them saved. Marcellus? Yeah. Well, because I knew that I saw the Breathe Easy returned, except that they put that on oh, there wait. their sale. Oh. Yeah. Start spreading the news. I'd soak that tremolo in some rusty bath. But man, yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. I mean, you guys know if it's a good one, I'll tell you. And, you know, it's not the Kramer version, but it's not Neptune. But this is quality. This is very much quality here. And it's yeah. in good shape. It looks like it's in really nice shape. You don't have to do a dang thing to this. Mm-hmm. Right? Sky Prop's trying to con me in that Lori's here. Now, Sky, Sky, Lori. I'm not calling her this time because she yelled at me last week. Uh, <laughs> I told Lori I didn't, I didn't even bring, I didn't even bring the guitar out tonight, man. I, I don't feel up to it at all. She knows. <laughs> yeah, she, she knows. Sky Prop, you should create another account that says Lori. That's what you should do. <laughs> really want What if everybody in the chat? <laughs> it's nothing but lorries. <laughs> Robbie'd be singing the rest of the night. <laughs> New York. <laughs> hey man, CC, no problem. CC helped me with my red eater. He got me onto his automotive account, which is nationwide. Campbell Automotive is a powerful thing, and um, like the the, the car is running cool. I still have that transmission cooling leak. I hope I'm strong enough tomorrow to get under the car. I have to try to fix it, you know, but it's not leaking all that much. I mean, I could drive the car. I was going to keep checking the levels, but he helped me out a whole lot. He threw in two gallons of pure antifreeze, which you can only get if you're an auto parts repair place. They don't sell that to the public. And a tube of black permatex also. 
and it was $165 for everything, the aluminum radiator. And, and, and he threw that in too. And yeah, he helped me out. And I just PayPal'd him the money, man. It was, it was great. He helped me so much, man. Okay. Well, this ain't the neck, neck I was looking for, but it won't take long. All right. This is uh, the Pacer American, and it has the maple fingerboard. And it's a three-piece, so that, maple, that, that fingerboard is, I believe, glued on because it's a three-piece. I would imagine it's glued on. Yeah, no sun on stripe. But this is a rare-ish neck. Yeah, I know it's a pyramid logo. It's like 87 or whatever, you know, might be even later. But, uh, you know, this is good. It, you can see at least it has the right truss rod end on it, unlike that other one with that who knows what end was on that. And uh, it's pricey, but it's maple, and maple gets more. Maple does get more. Is this coming out of Uplander? You're going to need to level yes. those frets. Oh, that's not a problem. I don't worry about that. That's not a problem for me. They're not even really dented much. And I prefer a lower fret anyway. I mean, I do. Now, Edward back in the day liked the low fret. You know, that was back in the, you know, when he was at the factory and all. But uh, I do. I like them. It's, it just makes it faster. You know, but this for that money and it's uplander he might he might deal with you on this too if you're building a guitar this would not be a bad neck to have it's not cnc'd it's gonna have a really good feel to it you know so uh this would not be bad you know i know it's a pointy i know i'm a, a neck snob it's got to be you know esp non-tail banana and all that for me now but uh if you're building a guitar, this would be a very good neck to put on there. It's going to play really well. And even it's true that Kramer was sending Edward pointy guitars that were striped to play. Pointy yes. neck, pointy headstock guitars. Right, pointy headstock, exactly. Oh, yeah, there, there's photos of them, yeah. They even sold one for a crap load of money not too long ago, you know. So yeah, this is this is worth it. I know it seems like a lot, but it is worth it if you really wanted a really good neck to it's gonna you know. Mm-hmm. Regional. All good, man. Oh, Crimson, I think that uh he event he's once he left Kramer, he he, he used a a lot of different frets and a lot of different things. All I can speak for is when I was there, when he was there. Yeah, and that's what I do. That That's my little world I live in. But mm -hmm. that was cool. And that didn't take long. Thank you, Johnny. Because it's the banana one I want to look at, really. The 1985 banana R2? I believe so. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Johnny Skyprop just asked how the Breda turned out. I guess he missed the show. The Breda's done. 
That's beautiful. You did a great oh, job wow. on that. That's a, Look at that. That's a beautiful guitar. 1986. The same body I have on mine with the neck I pulled out of the dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> you get your guitars out of the dumpster? Well, as long as Edward had a phone call, I did. Oh my Inset goodness. back plates, right, Robbie? Yeah, that's a rare, rare guitar. That's a definitely rare guitar. It's had two months. They only did that for two months. And it's the same body I have on mine. It plays fantastic. You sound happy. <laughs> it plays fantastic. <laughs> and how much was that one? I got it for twelve fifty. Oh my gosh. And the case is twelve dollars. The, the case is immaculate too. It is right now. That guitar that he's holding is twenty five hundred all day long, and that's a deal. That's a deal for that. And if if he waits, which he'll never get rid of it, but if he God, did, it's so wait, cool. If he waited five years, that thing is going to be worth you know five grand. It's going absolutely. Nowhere. And you might even get five grand for it now. You know, it's going nowhere. She's going to stay here with me. I'm glad you're happy with it, and I'm glad that I was able to help you oh, find it. Oh, you definitely – no, I had seen it. That's kind of cool how that all worked out because I had seen it, and then we talked about it on the show. And then I offered the guy a uh, an offer, and he waited until like one minute before the, it, it expired. Like I thought he wasn't going to take the offer. And then uh, mm -hmm. he waited like like literally one minute, and I was like, why wait, wait so long? Wait a minute. 40. I just noticed something behind you. That Edward poster, the one where he's jumping? Yes. It's not autographed, right is it? Yeah. I wish. Because oh, I know somebody that's looking for one of those signed. Well, good luck finding one of those posters alone. Those are very, That's a very difficult poster to find now. The, you, mean the, you mean as an original print? Because I found the the original photographer, and he is selling prints of those. Oh well, then I guess mine's not worth any money so. anymore. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, um, and actually, he did the Randy too. The same the yes. same photographer did both. He's selling prints of those. The photographer is. Oh, Dakota, Dakota, that's that's so sweet of you. You know, I mean, Ernie Ball did try to map out that neck and digitally recreate it and they you know punched it out on the cnc and that's probably why edward uh kept playing the kramer neck till it was like totally beat the crap you know they tried they did you know and i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying that that the ESP, wait a minute dakota's saying i love the neck profile of the evh music man haven't played one yet. what <laughs> so you love it but you've never played it <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying? That just doesn't make sense. I love the oh. neck profile because I have one. I actually have one of those guitars. I loved the neck profile of the EVH Music Man from Ernie Ball. Haven't played one yet, but I, <laughs> but I no, do. But, know. <laughs> well, give him a break. Give him a break. Give him a break here, man. Dakota's pretty devoted, and he loves the the Music Man. That's what he his era, you know. So, I mean, it's cool. I mean, if it's that's what he likes, that's good. Crimson is saying, what was the best year for Pacer Beretta style? And what did I do at Kramer? Well, 82. I'll do the second half. I'll, I'll do the second half first. 
at Kramer, I started out milling, milling shelves and nutting guitar necks. Mostly the first tilteds that came out with the transparent uh, logo that you really couldn't see, you know, you could if you look closely. Before they went into the the, the solid why they, how many guitars had the transparent logo on them? Because I when I've seen those, when we look at those listings, I'm always thinking, oh, that's just faded. No, but you're no, saying they actually released guitars like that? Yes, there's probably a couple hundred like that before they straighten out that problem. But so they're those are rare. Yeah, yeah, they are. But uh, after that, they moved me to the neck room where I dressed necks. I would uh, I would dress sand crowns and uh, steel wool the guitar necks, and I do some piece work on the weekends, uh, buffing, because they could get the enough guitars buffed. And you know it was all hands on deck. Like when we were doing the Sammy guitars, everybody was assembling. They they wanted them out fast, and we were all. We were all doing assembly and stuff for that. So, uh, yeah, that, that's what I did. Now, the best year for Beretta has to be 83 with the uh, with the Grail guitars, the ESP non-tilt, you know, uh, custom 48th Street necks. Mm-hmm. Uh, best neck totally ever that that, uh, that Kramer ever used. Uh, followed by the 85 Lucido. Now, if you get an 85 Lucido, which we've got a neck coming up that we'll see. You see one. Uh, that, I always thought was the best neck. You know, the one I took out of the dumpster I was supposed to break. Uh, for the longest time, I thought that until, until I actually got the Grail neck, then I really experienced that one, and it was better. But uh, I would have to say, you know, an 83 Grail guitar if it's real, you're going to pay probably fifteen or twenty thousand dollars for now, you know. So the next step after that would be like what Mister Grit has the the eighty four with the with the tilted neck, even though it's a sports neck. It's similar to the one that uh, that Octopus had, or even the one we looked at earlier. That was a very good year too. You're not going to get the action as low. As you could with the ESP Grail or the uh, or, or the uh, Lucido necks, but it still plays wonderfully and the sound is great with the Alnico two pickup, even though it's a maple body from Sports. I would have to say those are the best years, followed by 1985 with the Lucido necks and the ESP bodies. Uh, those are the years. If you're looking for one and you really want to get a good one, that's the ones. Your Lucido necks are going to have the month it was made on the, stamped on the heel, and usually the month is in French because they were out of Canada. So, uh, yeah, if you're really serious and looking for, like, the best years, that would be it. Nice. Hey, Johnny, some people are asking for a link to the poster, to the reissue of those posters. I will find that for you guys. Oh, MPN, Michael, I think what you did is wonderful with that. Yeah, you have the 84 reissue body, but it looks really good. Looks like you're having fun playing it. Looks like you're in love with it. It's a beautiful neck. You got a great Floyd. That's an 84 Floyd that we got from uh, Stigatsu for you. A flat black first first run Floyd. Uh, proud of you, buddy. I love that guitar. Great job. 
Just had to throw All right, that thanks, out. man. Thanks, guy prop. Yep. Thanks. Another listing? You okay, Robbie? Yeah, yeah. You guys got me uh, kind of going here. I think I got some adrenaline going, but. Oh, yeah, they, boy. No, no, not, not, not rant adrenaline or anything. Oh, but, okay. Uh, I'm pretty whooped, but uh, yeah, yeah, this is the one. This is the one I've been waiting for. Well, let's just look at this. Now, you guys are pretty schooled. You've been. Uh, You've been watching me do this stuff for a while, so you guys are pretty. It wouldn't be a. Cool. It wouldn't be a sports neck with an R two. No, that's a very good observation. Uh, very good, very very good, uh, Mister Grit. And he's saying it's a sports neck because I think he thinks the sports necks are rarer. But they flipped this puppy over. There's no look, uh, at, look at that heel. Yeah, no scarf joint. Yep. So and that's a Lacido, right? Without that two? is a Lacido neck. This is better than sports. This is so much better than a sports neck. And you can. And See, there's proof if you. That's a me. different neck than what was on that other guitar earlier. Yes, this is the Lacido headstock shape. This is the shape that Gibson got when they bought Kramer, and all your specials have this headstock shape. They did not ever get the nobody ever got the headstock shape that Paul Unkert made. Eddie would Edward would not let that go. No one got that. Fender had to buy Hamer and their headstock to make their 5150 line, you know, from Fender. Yeah, he would not let that go. But there's proof here. Yeah, it looks like the tool pack was in the right spot. You got your, your typical Lacido glue areas. No scarf joint. And then when we get to the heel, that's when it that's when I really that's when I really know. This is basically a one piece neck with the pieces of the banana glued on at the end of the headstock. The rest of the next one piece, of course, except for the glued-on fretboard, it being rosewood. There it is. You see that, folks? That's a Lacido identifier. 1985, that neck was made. Yes. This is a beauty. This is a beauty, folks. This is the neck you want. If you can handle rosewood fretboard... The price actually is fair. You can get them to come down. That's even better. But 85 Lacito bananas are getting so hard to find now. And, uh, yeah, this is a very, very good neck. This is I'm excited about. I don't know if that's a reflection or what. Has to be. What's the number on it? Man, what's he want for shipping? Let's see. He's got best offer on it. 50 bucks shipping. My goodness, That's not bad. 50 bucks for a neck? That's not bad. No? 
No, that's not really bad. It's a little high, but it isn't bad. I would say, I would say it's worth what he's asking, but he's saying best offer. If you could get this for, you know, six hundred, you're 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 doing really well. This is another one that if I was still in the game, making guitars, I'd probably buy. I mean, and like now because this thing is not going to last. Should I do it? Go for it, Johnny. <laughs> Should I do it? Buy it now. Put it on your Beretta Special. Put it on your Vega Trem. Somebody changed my lights a hundred times. <laughs> Actually, it'd be a thousand times. Well, no, that's, like, that's too much for me. But but like uh, Don said, what year Beretta body is that? If it's a if it's a Fender. And it's even, you know, the the specials, they have a, you know, they have a two and a quarter inch neck pocket. This will not work with that. That is a two and three sixteenths neck pocket. But ooh la la, I like this one. I was ex- actually excited when I saw this. Bye bye bye. This is a this is a nice one. Somebody buy this right now. I'd offer, you know, if he's six ninety nine, I'd offer, I'd offer the six hundred, and if he balked, I'd go to six fifty, because it's worth the seven. Offer him eight with free shipping. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clip that, Janice. <laughs> what? I mean, I didn't, I didn't like really go too hard through the listings, but honestly, there hasn't been a lot out there. It's getting next really our, hard. That next in our, that next in our two CC. Hit it, CC. You know, I, well, is it bar- it barely playable? I disagree. I mean, all you have to do is uh, dress it, and you'd be good. You backbow it before you dress it, and then you make it straight. That thing's not going to move. I can vouch for that. I have Lucidos that I've done that to. You know, and again, this is handmade out of Canada. This is a very quality, high quality neck. You'll never get a a fret sprout or anything out of this. What would I use it for? Basically, uh, it'd be a great neck for a Beretta. Or a Voyager, or a Vanguard, uh, or a, if you could find a Condor, it'd be great neck for Condor also. Or if you want to do the Pacer thing. Now, I don't like the the pick guard guitars because the route for the for the uh, bridge pickups too close, you know, to the to the Floyd. But uh, you know. Hmm. Yeah, the frets uh, the frets look rough, but I mean, with, with what I do, because Blue's saying the frets look rough, but with what I do, that would not be a problem. I would, uh, I, I would, I would sand it out. I'd backbow it first, then I'd sand it. No need to level because I don't want it level. I want the frets to be lower in the middle, so I can make the neck straight, and the the relief is is sanded in, and then I'd crown it out and steel wool the absolute piss out of it. That's what Edward told me to do that day in the factory when he was like, 
got the Billy's Billy Connolly's fifty one fifty and he immediately he immediately disassembled it. He didn't even he didn't even take the string tension off. He just took the drill and bring, you know. And brings it into the neck room and he's I'll never forget it. He's like, backbow the hell out of this. Sand the crap out of these frets. Make these crown lines as thin as you can get them, and then steal wool the crap out of it. And he's like, yeah, use at least five pads of steel wool on it. That's what I did. And, man, everybody in the neck room, we re- we dressed every neck like that from now on. And we got, like, hardly any redresses at all. Because I used to get redresses all the time, you know. It was like I wasn't exactly the, the best neck dresser in the room. But after that... Stuff sailed out the door. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Edward thought of that. I, I got to give him credit. Edward thought of doing that. And, That's um, cool, man. That's yeah, so just part of the genius that was Edward, like wax potting a pickup, using an Alico 2 magnet to get the right kind of feedback you want out of them. You know, Marshall Plexi head. These things were, were genius. Mm-hmm. You know, he was. Uh, now, people didn't think he knew what he was doing. I mean, the people at Kramer, they're, oh, no, you, we have to level and we have to do this and we have to address it proper. And, you know, that's why I had to go go to me, you know, do this, you know. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah, you know, of course. You know, because people, <laughs> like, they're like, well, if you address an egg, you have to level it. You got to use this tool to make each or every fret is exactly level to each other. All the frets have to do is be relative to each other. It's the fret before and the fret behind. That's what counts. It's not like like all these frets down the neck. So that that way you can do that. You can you can you can you can sand that relief in the middle and make that straight. And uh, and that that works. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that forever, man. Mm-hmm. You know. And we we even got confirmation from. Uh, we had the guy from Tom Anderson, Brett. Brett was here. And oh, he said, Brett, Brett Gould. He was on right? with us, yeah. And he told he told us, yeah, Tom Anderson told him to do it that way. That's the first ever confirmation I got on that. That was great <clears throat> to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. I should do that. Hey, thank you guys for doing these listings early, you know, and let me go through them and stuff and uh, and all that. I appreciate that. I really do. Mm-hmm. You know, and you guys all promised me you're going to keep rocking tonight. Well, right? I'm not sure if we're going to be able to carry on without you, pal. Are you leaving us? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty done. I'm pretty done. But. Uh, no, I got a lot of appreciation for all you hanging in there and stuff. Of course. You know, and uh, doing this stuff. And uh, I'm just glad you came on, man. I mean, you weren't going to come on tonight, so thanks for coming on. Well, I mean, you were you were talking to me pretty hard about it, and you were just like, you know, no, I can't do it. And I was like, oh, 40, I think you could do the, the listings, you know. Well, I, I just don't want to do it without you, pal. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, but if you are leaving, so is Reginald. Reginald said that he's got better things to do. Reginald, enjoy your evening, sir. 
Thank well, you thanks for stopping by, Reginald, you know, and uh, hey, you're welcome, Chris King, Akadaka, you know. Hey, my knees hurt, but this guy is fabulous. He's uh, he's covered one of my songs. He did a cover of uh, Downhill Road to Death. Uh, he's the only one so far to cover one of my originals. And um, he sent me a, a great uh, pick holder and a watercolor that's just amazing. And thank you so much for that, you know. And not visible, mm -hmm. man. Not visible. You rock, man. You're great, too. You know, Peggy, yeah, you know. I just got to, like, rest and try to get my stuff done. Skyprop, yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for the love. I really appreciate I really appreciate all you guys' support and stuff, you know. And I like to get out here and tell you about the stuff I find and, uh, you know, like I, like I said, you know, thanks, Lewis. Everybody say goodbye to me. And, uh, you know. It was nice knowing you, Robbie. <laughs> uh, we're going to miss oh, you, Robbie. I'll be back. I'll be is, back. Is, is, is this the Robbie goodbye show? No, it's just, you know, I'll oh. see you. I'll We've see actually you. had people just, like, leave, and we never saw them again. That's no, happened. I'm not going to do Well, that's this. weird. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, Michael. I will. Everybody, I type bye, Robbie. Goodbye, Robbie. Hey, JP. Thank you. You know, Blue. Yeah, it's good to know you. He'll yeah. be calling. He'll be calling me in 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm going to be. Yeah. Gonna and I'm going to miss you most of all, Scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to take me 20 minutes to stand up and start to move, but. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, man. Yeah, Crimson, you're cool too, man. Everybody here, everybody here has been really good, and uh, I appreciate <laughs> you guys wanting to know about the older Kramer stuff. And I thought about it. I thought about it, Forty Grit. You know, if you pick listings that are more in your wheelhouse, like you could pick, you could pick uh, Kramers from like '86, do the pointy stuff. You know, you know about that pretty well. I think you could handle that. You know. So how I got confidence in you. I got faith in you. Thanks, pal. Yeah. I appreciate that. You know what you're talking about. Thanks, Larry. You know? <laughs> That's Will Riker's brother, Larry. Uh, you know, it was really nice to uh, to meet you, Eric. Thanks. You too, man. It's really cool that you were around Neptune when I was there. It's nice. Uh, I might. I, I don't know if I was. Uh, I grew up in uh, upstate New York, but I was. I went to Monmouth University, which was right up the road from that tune, from ninety one through ninety five. And uh, I think the Vaccaro brothers are doing something again too. Every once in a while, they pop up. I've seen some stuff online that they're they were they're trying to do new guitars or something. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They're, they're starting a brand new, brand new uh, company. Cool. Nice, man. This is really good to meet you. And uh, yeah, tell these people some of your stories, man, your brother, and some history about all this stuff. I'm sure they'd be interested. Hey, man, I'm wide awake, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, I guess uh, I'm signing off. Uh, Major Tom, this is Ground Control. Your circuit's dead. <laughs> Later, later.
Oh, oh, oh. I guess I got to give you at least a gong out of 30. <laughs> Not like I'm going to hit this 32 or anything. Whoops. Oh, my gosh. Now I'll hit the 30 here. My, my 30 from 1978. What does your upstairs neighbor think of that, Robbie? I don't have an upstairs neighbor. <laughs> Oh, hey, not visibles out there. Uh, this one, this one will be for him. Uh, oh. We're the beginning of, of Metallica. Those sound plates ring forever. Uh oh. <laughs> hey, Les. I hear nothing, but you can't come in. <laughs> I just love that. It's still ringing, man. It's like, it goes up. That's what she said. The sound plates are probably about a quarter inch thick. You can still hear it ringing. Yeah, yeah. My ears are ringing. <laughs> There's yeah, who was that? Pretty good. That's Johnny trying to be funny, Jay. Like somebody's trying to, somebody's trying. The police are here. Wait a minute! No, I saw you. What happened to that lollipop? It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Quarter inch bronze. It's gone. Yes, sir. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Robbie. The police are here. Hang on. Ready? Ready. Hi. This is Andy Summers, and you're watching Johnny Bean TV. But wait, there's two more police, Johnny. <laughs> what? He was there's, stunned. Two, there's two more police. I know you know at least one of them, Stuart Copeland. Oh, yeah. No, I do. I don't have his channel ID yet. <clears throat> I'm going to try real hard to do tomorrow's Sunday sounds. And I'm going to do the beat from uh, Give Me All Your Lovin'. I know it's not very complex, but I was going to try to do some rototoms with it, too. Mm hmm. Oh, oh, that'll be interesting, man. Yeah, yeah man. I've been, that. I've been studying the video. Is that Johnny Bean? It's hard to saying. it's hard to watch that because of the girls and is, is you know. Really <laughs> <talk doing> the... 
Oh, you know? well, well. <laughs> you, you, you still live in San Francisco. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'll close with that. No, we, we haven't seen that. We know each other. Or do you guys like hang out or? You guys, you guys have that memorized. Like What's out? going on? Yeah, they do have that memorized. <laughs> you guys like hang out? Not, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> we'll be hanging out in November, actually. It'll I, be did, awesome. I just did that new ID to game the hell away from me. <laughs> <laughs> actually, he told me he charges for those. He's like, I oh. charge for those, but then he, he doesn't How much? charge me for them. Robbie Krieger charges for his autograph. Guitar player for the oh. Doors. Boy. Way to go, Knees. Where? I, Where? I, you mean if you I, write to him? No, if you see him Or if you just bump ask, into him. Yeah, ask for an autograph, it's five bucks. He won't sign unless you give him five dollars. That's not bad. I liked his guitar player, but I heard it. I was so early in my life you know right when the albums came out my dad had them and brought them home from new york right when that vinyl is still hot i got to see them in pittsburgh when i was five or six years old my uncle took me of course i don't remember much but i can say i actually saw the doors live well it's probably because you were high on dope well not at five or six not so you, don't, you were from a contact buzz you don't remember any of it? Or I would I, think you would remember I, something. Yeah, I remember the stage and, and seeing Jim up there. But, I mean, as far as more details, no. Yeah. I just remember thinking it was weird because uh, Jim didn't move much. He just kind of stood there. And, I, you know, he, he would do all the scream and stuff. Then he would just, like, hit the ground. Like, I, you know, I remember thinking what happened you know i do remember that much wow how close were you to the stage uh probably about 35 yards away wasn't that far <laughs> my, oh, my, uncle, my uncle was 19 and he took me <laughs> jeff t says something i never thought i'd hear it's hard to watch because of the hot girls <laughs> Oh, I kept trying to hear the drum rolls, and and all I got is, uh, you know. Wait, what video was that? Give, give me all, all your loving? loving. Yeah. I remember that those videos. Yeah. They were on MTV all the time when. You can't be, John. You were that was up before you were born. Well, yeah, I wasn't alive yet, but <laughs> but I, I heard about it. Oh, you guys are killing me, man. Oh. Killing. You said your hip was killing you. That too, yeah. I'm basically, I'm basically done. All right. I'm heading out. I'm heading out. All right, dude. Have a good night. You too. Goodbye, everybody. See you, pal. Peace out. See you later, Robbie. Bye -bye. Oh, hey, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Robbie. Hi, <laughs> oh, well. Watch this. Now the entire chat leaves. <laughs> Everybody. But look, we got people saying hi to Eric. Eric, you got people here, man. What's up? EJ. Man? 
Look yeah, at this. EJ. Kim? I, Kim is I, here? I, I think she's on something. Look at her eyes. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Welcome. Skyprop's leaving because uh, Robbie left? Yep. All right. He's leaving. Later, Sky. I understand. See you Monday night on the, on the VT. That's Steelers are on Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And since you guys beat us last week, we got to beat we the did? Holly. Yeah, San Francisco beat us last week. We got to beat the hell out of Cleveland this Monday. Wait, what team is that? What sport? Football. 49ers beat Steelers. San Francisco. Oh, okay. Okay. I was thinking Raiders, and Raiders is Las Vegas now. They're not, they're not here. So. Not visible. Yeah, I was thinking. I'm looking at you, and I think you put long hair on and paint your face. You're the ultimate warrior. I, I've heard that before. I, you, 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 do, you look like him in the face, really. I used to have long hair. They called me the deflated warrior because I was only like 140 pounds. But I actually was the ultimate warrior for uh, – Halloween in 1992. I put the things on my arms and the makeup and the whole deal. Mm -hmm. Jim Elwig. Yeah. Good days. Were you a big fan of his? The Warrior? Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked him because he was like all jacked up on steroids. And he was the, you know, a lot of those guys, <laughs> just, they didn't, I, I liked, I always liked the bad guys, man. I liked Roddy Piper. I was never into Hulk Hogan. I used to write letters to Roddy Piper all the time telling him, I know everybody hates you, but I really like you. And he never wrote back. But then uh, he did those really cool movies, man. He did um, yeah, uh, that. John Carpenter yeah, movie, it. amazing movie. And he did another one called Hell Comes to Frogtown, which is not as well known, but uh, same thing, kind of a nuclear that the one war. Where he's a, where he's a, oh, okay. I thought that yeah. was one where he was. He's There's one where he's a bartender, too. Oh, I never it's, saw that it's one. It's some kind of like paranormal type movie. Oh, okay. And ends, yeah, up, Frog... ends up being ends up being he's the ghost. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, hell, hell comes to Frogtown. There's like a nuclear war, and there's a whole race of giant frogs that take over the planet. And uh, he's got to go in there and rescue virgins from the frogs. It's hey, there we go. My kind of movie. I don't know. If I, <laughs> I'm here to kick ass and chew gum, and I'm all out of gum. Yeah, yeah. The John Carpenter movie is great. Uh, you know, I mean. Wow, I remember watching that in like tenth grade and thinking, "Oh, that's him." Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's him. That oh, yeah. okay, yeah, I yep. know that one. Or he walks into cool. the bank. Yeah, he's wearing the glasses and he can yeah. see like yes. yeah, yes, that's Rowdy Roddy. Yeah, okay. I could tell you from from working with WWF. Well, back then it was WWF. The Ultimate Warrior. He they had like five hundred or five hundred fifty pounds on a bench, and like. 30 minutes to 15 minutes before he went out to wrestle, he just stayed there and just pumped till he couldn't do it no more. And then uh, I never saw him do steroids or anything, but the way I mean, he would come through uh, when Jimmy, the mouth of South heart was his manager before he left WWF. Uh, he came in through the double doors one day and he shut the door. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you the, the baddest son of a bitch in the WWF. And he ran. And I thought the doors blew off the hinges. The warrior just come running through the door. They smashed open. And he went and ran into the, to the lunch line, got lunch. 
But I mean, he, I mean, and when he was backstage, he ran everywhere. Just like, you know, he was the only one that ran out from the, to the ring the whole time. Okay. He did that. He did that backstage too. Like, you know, it was like, damn. But that I I worked for him when when there was earthquake and tugboat and at the end of underrated giants thing, I said that one that on here is talking about the one of the last times I was saw Andre we had to help him out of his chair and into the the scissor lift and they drove him down to the ring. He Remember when he was on the six million dollar man as Bigfoot and yeah 70s. and that stupid tunnel thing it spun yeah I remember that that's way before you John you probably don't know who six million dollar man is. Actually, um, Steve, Steve Austin, they had a, he had a, they could rebuild him, make him better yes. than he was. Yeah, but I, you know, I'm on TikTok, by the way, and I, I see a lot of clips. For some reason, I don't know, this account that I follow, they, they post a lot of clips of the, uh, the bionic woman from the show. Lindsay Wagner. Lindsay Wagner, yeah. And so there's a lot of clips. I see a lot, a lot of clips from those, those shows, and apparently he was on the show. They must have brought well, him on later. They were they were like uh, off and on. People wanted to see the Bionic Man and Bionic Woman get married. And all that yeah, crap. so there were episodes with to them see, together. I just I just wanted to see Linda Carter run around as Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yes, I have Lindsay yep. Wagner's autograph actually. Uh oh. My mm-hmm. mom ran into her in Atlantic City at a poker table in the '80s and just said, "Well, aren't you the Bionic Woman?" And she's the and she wrote her name on a napkin. I have it in my lockbox over there. Oh wow! Yeah, great shows. I was at a before we left Springfield, Ohio. I lived there for 15 years, and we were in a little. It was called Mitch's Italian Restaurant. Little, I mean, it maybe at best seated 40 people if you were lucky. And we went in there one day, but they had the best homemade. I'm, I'm Italian, so they had the best homemade pasta there Me too. There you go, and. <laughs> So I, I go in there, and I'm sitting there, and I look over, and I'm looking at this guy, and I thought, no, can't be. Not in Springfield at this little – and I heard him talk. I looked over, and it was John Aston, Gomez Adams, the oh. from the TV series. I walked over to him, and I – yeah, I walked over to him. I said, Mr. Aston, he's like, no problem. He signed on a napkin and gave it to me. I was like, man, I, he was in town because the uh, – Wright State University was doing a theater play, and he was going to be in it. And he wanted a homemade Italian dinner, and that's where he ended up going to. That's wow. Cool. But he and I always said, if I ever became a millionaire or a billionaire, I'd be exactly like Gomez Adams. I don't even smoke, but I'd have lit cigars. I'd pull out already lit. I would be. <laughs> I'd have the, you know, the hobby horse. That would be me. That would be me completely. But it, it was, it, I, I mean, I was just kind of shocked running into him then there. I was like, more of a Munsters guy. I liked the Munsters because they, they had that kick-ass song, you know. Da, 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 da. They had the better cars, I would say. Yeah, that. yeah. And Yovon, well, Yovonda Carla was gorgeous, and so was. Uh, Fred Gwynn. <laughs> no, I don't know about being gorgeous, but I mean, Morticia. But, uh, I can't remember her real name. Oh, yeah. Pat Priest, that was that was the uh, the blonde girl on there, right? That was yeah. She, she was on. Let, for, uh, she was only on there for one year, I think. Yeah, I love when they would sit around and be like, "Man, we feel so sorry for her. She's so <laughs> ugly." <laughs> <laughs> she was the ugly duckling of the family. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. 
that all all that 70s stuff for me starting with van halen like you know i always say like sometimes i wake up i have a dream that eddie van halen is on the on the bridge of the enterprise because that was my whole childhood was right Trek and van kirk. halen you know captain and i will i will defend this till the day i die captain kirk is the most kick-ass captain of any of the enterprises oh, yeah. Yeah, he's still alive. He, he took all the women. He never surrendered, and he kicked ass. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It didn't matter if they were green, blue. It didn't matter. Well, the green ones were the best, yeah. <laughs> and he was a cop, too. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> and and now there's only there's only three left, him, Sulu, and Chekhov. Nah, Chekhov, uh, I don't know. He, you know why he was brought on the show, right? Because of the Beatles. Uh, well, because of the monkeys, because Davy Jones was a big deal, so they brought him on because they thought that he would create more. They should have had me on there, but I wasn't born yet. You know? <laughs> Why? Because you kind of look like him. I don't know. I, I I don't know. Just there was something about Chekhov that always bothered me because I, I have some Russian heritage too. And they Chekhov, if you watch that show, he he just he never wins at anything he's always getting beat up or i mean he just i don't know he just maybe because of his propaganda in that time like let's take a russian guy and make him small and weak and yeah i don't know but i didn't i didn't like his character too much that was right in the heart of the cold war too exactly that's that's why i think that that's why they that you know not like in the 80s where it was you know ivan drago i can even tell you the trouble with tribbles when he was talking about the chemical and he was talking about the russian guy uh who invented it and then they're like no it wasn't them and he's like oh that's it was like he, every time he said something they were saying no that's not correct right right yeah yeah <laughs> kirk kirk was the best yeah yeah he, was. <laughs> he even went to space recently didn't he and uh yeah jeff bezos yeah, he's, what, he's 90 ship. he's 94 now i think oh wow to him and leonard nemo were only like four days apart birthdays yeah hmm. well like i said it all all that 70s stuff man it's it's all the same you know and like i said uh i don't know the first time i remember you know getting getting to van halen I, I one of my friends was like dude come listen to this and he, and he put on eruption and i was five and i'm like what is that you know the same thing and then years later uh cathedral so that my friend's brother said put the headphones on and listen to this i said wow i didn't know eddie played keyboards so like that's not a keyboard that's a guitar i said no it's not it's not a guitar and uh you know that's just one of those things like you know that album for me i don't know you guys probably all have your albums that were your favorite but for me uh uh diver down even though it's not really you know the most popular album for me that's the one where i was really like really got into it because we would had the collage you know the collage of the pictures on the back and people would my friends would explain them oh somebody hit dave in the eye with a quarter or this or that or whatever and it's oh, a quarter the on, insert. on edge the guitar insert. the quarter yeah. that's yeah. why that's why yeah. he put it on the guitar yeah <laughs> what was it was, was pretty it woman, like the lead single off of that Right. Pretty Woman was released before the album. Right. Before right. the album was even uh, uh, released. Not visible, correct. They released Pretty Woman as a single, backed with Happy Trails, because they had done Happy Trails as a demo back in 77, but they had re-recorded oh, yeah. it. Okay. So, yeah, you can find a, a demo of Happy Trails from, from the 77 demos. 
So anyway, so they released Pretty Woman as a single just to put something out there, and then it becomes a top 10 single. So they had to make a record. Because you look at the Pretty Woman, I've given plenty of them. I give away Van Halen singles on, on Tuesdays, right? Exclusively Van Halen, 8 p.m. Eastern. So you look at the Pretty Woman single, there's no mention of Diver Down on it anywhere. Oh, wow. If you, if you look at it. So anyway, so they ended up having to make a vi- music video for that. So they had to go back in and, and re-record an intro to yeah, it. Band, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So when you listen to Intruder into Pretty Woman, Intruder was recorded later. It right. wasn't, but the way, you know, it's, it's edited together, it, it, you know, it works. So, so yeah. And then they, they made Diver Down and, and then, uh, yeah, Pretty Woman. I mean, that was a single before, but then, uh, what else? Uh, Dancing in the Street was was a single off the album. Secrets at least was a, a radio si- uh, one, single. One of the most beautiful Van Halen songs that nobody ever talks about. I think uh, Dave's lyrics in that are unbelievable. And uh, Little Guitars, I think, is like if, if you said, what is your favorite song? I think it's Little Guitars because... You watch and the one that just came out recently, I don't I don't think it was on there, the one in Donington or whatever, but you mm-hmm. watch the, the 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 Us Festival and all that stuff. When Eddie's playing that song and at the end, the ooh, ooh and he's running back and forth. I mean he Oh, just, that was that was on Donington. Oh, was it? He's so happy. I mean, he's always mm-hmm. looked happy, but there's just something I think when he played that song, he just even when I saw him uh in two thousand fifteen, he there's even though it's not a super popular song, he seems to have a real affinity when he played that live. Yeah. 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 That, that was, that was a great one. Yeah. I, I love Dover down. I remember getting that one and then learning pretty woman on the guitar. So I would play along to it all the time back in the day. I mean, your first song you learned of Van Halen is not ain't talking about love. Uh, I, it's either that or Pretty Woman. It's one of them. Technically, Pretty Woman's not Van Halen. No, but the Van Halen version of it. Yeah. yeah. I'll be right back. Okay. See, I had it. I I was in L.A. in '78, and Quiet Riot with Randy Rhodes was playing. It was either at the Whiskey or the Starwood. And I didn't get to go. And I've always been a Randy Rhodes fan. Always been a Randy Rhodes fan. And it's like I, you know, I now, you know, obviously, like to have that that DeLorean time machine go back. <clears throat> I'd, I'd go back and go see the show. Then time not to get on the damn plane. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, uh, Randy, is it- Randy is to me what Eddie is to Johnny. Oh, Randy, Randy was my, my first influence too. Cause I, I wanted to look like him. I had the haircut. I had all that stuff. Uh, and I didn't really, I think, I don't know if you guys remember, I'm sure you do. Like they had the magazines and in the back there'd be like t-shirts yeah. and mm-hmm. there was Randy with the polka dot V and I was like, wow, what is that? You know? And my friend was like, like Oh, hanging yeah, on the wall back here. Yeah. He said, Oh, he's dead. I'm like, really? And then I started you know, obsessing about him. And and then, and then it was like right before Tribute came out because you remember there's the two albums with Jake and then all of a sudden there's Randy in what, 1987, I think Tribute came yeah, out. Yep. And then that became the whole thing. And, and 
those are the only two people that I ever actually like learned how to play from. Like there was this Randy Rhodes book that had like scales in it. And I actually, you know, learned harmonic minor, diminished arpeggio, all that stuff. Because the Van Halen stuff, you couldn't, you couldn't really, at 14 years old, <laughs> you couldn't really, you just kind of had to listen to it and try to figure it out. But the there's Randy a, stuff, you would learn. The, the there's a, there's a video by Paul Gilbert talking about how Randy was an influence of his. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, a lot of people go into the, the classical influence that Randy had. I knew you was going to do that, Johnny. I had to look. As soon as, I, as soon as I said that, I was like, "It's coming up." That's uh, such a yeah. that's such a big thing on the Van Halen forums. Is again, I, those are my two favorite guys, and, and there's like this little bit of insecurity when people start talking about Randy, uh, like, "Oh no, he wasn't as good as." That. And you know what? For two guys that came from the same town, pretty much at the same time, and. You, you couldn't be further apart the, the way they played. I mean, Ed, Eddie was. Yeah, and that's we got into this uh, what about a month ago or so, talking about how I never did mm. like the, you know everybody's like well Eddie's better or Randy's better. I never it, it was two different things. You couldn't compare them. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's Eddie was more like. natural. Eddie was to me a more natural. Probably one of those guys that could just pick up everything. Where Randy was a studied musician. But I'll say this. The one thing uh, Eddie never had, he, he never had Diary of a Madman to me, which is the most incredible metal song that was ever written and recorded. A, yeah. uh, Eddie never had that. I, I mean, just that that Diary of a Madman, it's, it's almost perfect that that's the last piece of recorded music we have from Randy, because that tells you what he could have been if he lived. There's a composer, a classical composer that listened to that mm-hmm. and breaks it down he was just amazed he's like i i can't believe this is considered metal or this a metal guitar player came up with this yeah you know he's like well he you know he's he was very classic he was in the he was in the, the uh process of quitting ozzy he was going to do one more tour right the right. next album then he was going to go his mom actually was signing him up to to ucla the day he died or the day yeah. before I always wonder, though, I mean, what would have happened if he had lived and Ingve Malmsteen came out, you know, the next year or two years down the road? Would people still have viewed Randy as the classical guitarist or would he have just been because, I mean, he technically wasn't doing the things that Ingve was, you know, a couple years later? Well, and that's that's throwing a, that's a completely different than Randy or Eddie. That's throwing a third one into the mix because of the speed. Right. I mean, you're looking at arpeggios from hell. He called them. Instead, you know, neither one of Eddie or Randy did that. You know, uh, it's just I would say Randy's classical influence. You know, because uh, Ingve's talked about both of them, how Eddie, you know, the sounds and stuff Eddie was able to do, and and then he's also talked about the classical influence that Randy put into it. And at one point, he was trying to say he's he's kind of like took from both of them into his own, which I've never heard that out of either any of his stuff, but no, it sounds like Blackmore. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, no, there, there was just, I just, I hate the comparison thing because there's, there's no comparison. I mean, it's literally apples to oranges. They were there at the same time. Uh, Now, if you watch the, there's, you know, there's the uh, Tracy guns narrated the special on Randy which John, you've never seen yet, but the the the, the 
Forty was talking about a couple weeks ago. The the Randy's guitar text that he used to have a picture of Eddie on his wall on Randy's wall pedals. Every time he hit it, he was stepping on Eddie. But then we find out that Eddie and Dave would watch Randy all the time, but Randy never went to see Van Halen play. Yeah. Uh, and they shared the stage one night, one time. And then uh, that was it. So Randy was sick and he didn't feel that he performed well because he was ill that night. Yeah, he had a fever of like 103 or something like that. It was something he, he didn't want to stop. He didn't want to not do the show. Yeah, that that uh, that quiet riot uh, was it on Amazon, right? Last year, the yeah. Well, well there's another one though. It's something. Uh, it's uh, the history of a guitar icon, Randy Rose. That's by Tracy Guns. I I just yeah I couldn't. I, I always thought it was weird. And my and my brother who was on last night, we discussed this when, you know, quiet riot when Randy and Rudy and Kevin and they're going around trying to get a record deal. It, it, like they had they like you know, parade around in front. I thought like, really, why would it have been that hard back then? I mean, you have, you know, this that was the disco. Well, if, I mean, once Van Halen was signed though, you would have thought like, okay, here's a band that's kind of similar that, you know, an out, you know, an outspoken lead singer, a good looking, really talented guitar player. Uh, you wouldn't have think it would have been that difficult to get signed once. Van Halen. Oh, I actually think it was Kevin's voice. Because he even admitted that he wasn't a real singer. His brother's a doctor, and he even right, he yeah, said Harry, he said he said when when Kevin told me he was going to sing, he said I started laughing. I said, "When did you learn how to sing?" You know. And then uh, what's the one song? He says, "I have a mouth like an alligator." He made sure he put that in there because that's Metal what he sounded. Yeah. So yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. They everybody joked at and and they they're they're starting to think that that was the reason why they didn't get signed at first, hmm. because that's before Kevin actually took vocal lessons. Because if you, I mean, you can watch, you can get on YouTube, you can see them at, at the Starwood, like an hour and a half concert, Quiet yeah. Riot. Yeah, I bought you, that on like on VHS. I sent away to some place in Canada for that when I was in ninth grade and waited six <laughs> to eight weeks to get it on VHS, and now you can just click on it on YouTube. Yeah. But he didn't. He didn't sound that good then, and, and I think right. that was the issue. Right. When when did he? Uh, was he the original singer? Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Formed in seventy three. So By technically, Randy, they Ro form Randy they formed Rose before Van Halen. Yeah, when they were uh, like fifteen. Randy taught Kelly Garney how to play bass, and Kelly played the bass for him. And then uh, he w was he just not good enough for or did he quit? Because I know Rudy came out. Rudy was immigrated from Cuba and lived in Miami yeah. and then came out there, right? Yeah. Um, it, there's different reasons. If you there's if you hear uh, Kevin told one story why Garney quit, and then Kelly Garney tells another story why he quit, and they're, they're two completely different. So who knows? You know, it's it's I don't know. I know. Uh, it had something, uh, something to do with a gunshot. Uh, either Kelly was drunk, or maybe it was the drummer. One, one of them was drunk, went to the house, and he shot a gun through the roof of his house, and that was like he's like, "That's it, I'm done." And, and they, they brought yeah, it, it was Kelly. Sarzo told him. Yeah, Sarzo told them he saw him live. He said, "If you ever need a bass player, call me." 
yeah. and then he went back over to the east. He was in New York when they called him. They auditioned uh, Nikki Six too, I believe, and, yeah, and Randy he, tried to teach Nikki Six how to play yeah. bass, but he just couldn't do said, anything. Said he couldn't even tune it. Yeah. Even Kevin DeBro said that. He yeah. said, you know, he said, he said, Nikki couldn't, he said, bless his heart. You know, what they did with Motley Crue is great. He said, but when he was there with us, he couldn't even tune the damn thing, let alone play it. You know, Randy <laughs> said, all right, we're, we're doing this in the key of A. And, we, blah, blah, blah. and he said, Nikki just stood there like, just play it. I'll, I'll follow you. And then, and then they said, uh, Randy went to uh, Kevin and said, I, there's no way in hell I can't work with that guy. Get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and now now it's come out that, that Nikki didn't even play bass on the first four Motley Crue albums. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Their producer set that straight. This is all coming out over the Mick Mars thing now. Oh, okay. So. Drama. Drama in hair metal land. <laughs> and it, I think it's funny how everybody now says, well, Vince Neil can't sing anymore. I got news for you. He never could. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I said this before, too. A buddy of mine, Mark Daddle, who who did live sound for Motley Crue, I have a live recording for the Theater of Pain from Osaka, Japan. And Vince Neil sounds like he does now. It's not like, you know, Martha Stewart, dollar eight, Mac, big Mac. And you don't understand what the hell he's saying. And he's, <laughs> he, he's just going like, uh, hey, no sounds. Hey, hey, hey. It's, I mean, like, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> he was doing that in 84 and 85. He was never. They just had the image. Right. Nikki Six was a, was a master at crafting an image. And that's what sold that band. Yeah, and Mick, you know, they used to, they were always trying to get rid of Mick, and I think him and Tommy Lee were the only two that were the real musicians huh. in the band. Yeah, but now you know, I don't. You know what? For for me, like a lot of kids weren't the Motley Crew in high school, and I guess because I was a guitar player, to me it wasn't as interesting as Doc and or Rat or yeah. You know some of the bands that had better lead players. I I know I don't want to you know disparage Mick Mars, but uh, he, no, I mean, he, he was not Lynch. Yeah. He was not Martin D. Martin, yeah. you know. Yeah, he when, wasn't when Jakey you, Lee. Watched, he, yeah. yeah, when you watched, you know, uh, Lynch, Warren, Jake, uh, Paul Gill. When you watched any of those guys, wait a minute, you know, they were they name. were all over the, uh, Eddie. They were all over the stage. They, you know, they put on a show. Mick just stood there. You know, he stood there and he played. He played good, but he didn't. He didn't put on a show. Right now, again, granted. We didn't know it at the time, but he had that degenerative disease, or he has that degenerative, right, degenerative right, right. which is why he didn't do what those other guys did. Right. Uh, but, you know, we didn't know it. He was just like, well, he's, you know, he's like almost 10 years older than those guys. and But he's, he's, he's never been, you know, all the years they've all been in trouble except Mick. He's always been like the well, I hate to say the old man of the group, but literally that's what he is. And he, you know, he he never never got into any of the the drama of it until all this ha happened, you know, a year and a half ago. He was a big Kramer guy too, right, Johnny? Because I remember he had yeah. the, the Kramers that oh, it had the theater of pain one. Where's Robbie? Yeah. And Den and Dennis <laughs> yeah. Dennis Lines the one that painted all those for him. Right. He he had he all the girls, all the... girls, girls, the Marilyn Monroe. Yep. Pretty much any custom any custom painted guitar in the eighties was done by Dennis. Do you guys I mean, remember he did it for uh, Kramer, but he also did it for people who just contacted him? Yeah, do you remember uh Dweezil Zappa had a uh uh 
guitar with a uh, Jackson with Madonna's True Blue painted on it. I don't know if that yeah. one of those guys did that. Yeah, any pretty much anything mm -hmm. in the '80s was done by Dennis. <clears throat> he did. He did uh, the. Uh, I can't think of the guitar player's name for Rough Cut. One looked like a brick wall, a red brick wall with the mortar in between. He did that one. Hmm. Um, he did the. He did the ones for White Snake. The, the in like in the. Uh, uh, Still in the night video. There's one that Vivian Kane was playing. It's like an orange and yellowish splatter type thing. Dennis did that one. Uh, he did oh, all, wow. all Motley Cruz guitars, including Zach. Bass. Yeah, he did Zach's mirror, cracked crack mirror one. That's that's a Dennis Klein one. <laughs> I was talking to Zach Thong, but yeah. Oh, well, I like that. He should do Zach Thong's guitar. <laughs> Zach's from right up the road for me, too, in Jackson, New Jersey. Uh, he used to teach at the, the mall. That's like five minutes from me, and he he went to school with Robbie. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Robbie said he used to jam with him. Oh yeah, he was he was uh I think he was uh, I don't know his what's his real name Jeff Wyland right I think yeah Wyland or something like that yeah yeah I remember so when he when he got uh when he got hired by Ozzy there was an ad in the like when we used to go to Seaside Heights. For summer vacation they had like you know one of those newspapers for bands and stuff and it said mm -hmm. ozzy wants ours and we want you zyrus i think that was the band he was in before ozzy and there was a rumor that some kid from my high school went and he wasn't good enough and they beat him up i don't know if that's true <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of it seem a very nice thing to do you know you suck at guitar, a, so i'm gonna beat you up there's a, a band we toured with that was from new york city grim jack i don't know if you ever heard of them no. They're they're still around. They they just did their thirtieth anniversary. They were signed to Sin City Records and which got us signed. But they, they still play in, in the city all the time now. Oh, okay. Like Zebra. <laughs> it's uh it's Grim Jack with two M's. Oh, okay. No, I've never heard of them. They were in Circus Magazine in like eighty seven. It's they were supposed to be like the next Aerosmith or something like that. We all were. Yeah, and Skyprop. I thought of the other place we used to play in Pittsburgh called Someplace Else. Grim Jack, quality rock and roll. The big thing here now is uh, and is just tribute bands. When I was doing, when I was in an original band, you just all we opened for was tribute bands. The Stone Pony, which used to be, yeah, you know, the very forefront of original music, and and it's just. I get the, you know, the things in the email and it's, you know, the Queen tribute band and the, the Fleetwood Mac tribute band. It's just, I don't know what it is. I guess just nobody cares about. They just want to hear stuff they grew up with and, and all. Yep. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah the, the, the Grimjack guys, they, they, the Jailhouse Tattoo was one of their releases and that was like 88. I'm looking at them right now. Grimjack. I'm looking at their Facebook page. Billy, their lead singer. I got all kind of stories on the, the the riding around the eastern United States on the tour bus with those guys. Billy Coat. Co well, it's it's people say Coholt, but it's Cohout. Co yeah, co it's actually out. Grim Jack. Wait, who's Grim Jack? Oh, that's another guy. Wait, who is this? No, this is Grim. Who is this? Grim Jack. Yeah. <laughs> 
Why would they have? Why would they have their uh, from their own post? Why would they hyperlink their own page again? I don't know. Oh, because they have a friend profile as well. Okay. They have a band profile and a, a friend profile. Grimjack. I have fifty-seven mutual friends with them. There you go. Grimjack. Well, I'm one of them. <laughs> You're one of them. Should be. We toured with those guys for almost two years. Hotel stories. Wait, these guys have been around for a long time? Since the 80s. They don't look that old. (laughs) What were they, like 12 in the 80s? No. Were they my age? (laughs) They're all about 60 now, 62, somewhere around there. The one guitar player, is he still wearing a cowboy hat? That's Jim. He had left the band for a long time, then came back when it was their 25th anniversary. Yeah, there's a less guy playing a Les Paul with the cowboy yeah. hat, singer yeah, with the cowboy Jim. hat. Yeah. Oh, is yeah, pit, Jimmy Mack. Is there a pit, he owns a big toy store in, in New York City, a used toy store. Oh, cool. Because uh, when they, they came here one time we, to pick us up, and the bus broke down, so they stayed at our house. What would you know? It was the roadies, them, and then us with all our gear, and we were all <laughs> stuck at the house for two extra days. And he was doing business. He's like, Ron, can I use your phone? He was, you know, working the toy store back and forth while we were sitting here. Oh, that sounds like a party, man. <laughs> I, I believe me, there's store. I can't. I couldn't tell him on here. <laughs> oh come on, nobody's no. watching this. No. No, 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 no. Robbie's not here. You can tell them. <laughs> if you look, there's a picture. Should the album cover for the Jailhouse Tattoo CD? Is there on there somewhere? That's from like '88, maybe '80. Jailhouse Tattoo. Yeah, they're all yeah. sitting. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I see it. That's yeah. That's when we were touring with them. Oh, okay. Matter of hey, fact, Johnny, I got... I'm. Sorry, sorry, dude. Hey, Johnny, I'm gonna check out. I gotta work yeah. in the morning. Oh, no worries. Okay, bro. See you guys next week. Be good, forty. See, See you later, man. See you later. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, I got videos of us with them, and it was it was it, it some of the road stories, man. I I told you the one about me passing out from the heat. And I, no. Yeah, I said that one. I passed out from the heat, and I they the next thing I know, they were throwing cold water on me, and I went to the hotel room alone, and I woke up with the naked And you drove around and stuff, and you had no, no memory of that. No, no, no. They put me in a cab, took me, sent me to the hotel, and then I took, oh, a, shower, you... I took a shower and went to bed, <laughs> and I woke up, and there was a naked girl crawled on me. And our singer was on the other side of her, and I threw her out in the out out and we were on the second floor you threw her out i threw her out on on the balcony with she was naked threw her out there threw her clothes out there grabbed him and threw him over the railing into the pool from the second floor (laughs) and you have video of this uh no that was before cell phones well that was before (laughs) the the big brick cell phone was out then but no (laughs) but there's there's all kind i mean there were many nights that this lead singer, Billy from Grimjack, him and I mm-hmm. just go stay on the bus because some of the shit going on in the hotel rooms was crazy. Wow. 
but they still play this. They still play in the city all the time. I'm trying to think the one. Is there any tour dates on there, Johnny? Oh yeah. Any show show dates? Oh, tons of them. November, May, November. What's, oh, this what's is all twenty. 20- oh, this is all uh, past. Okay. 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. There's a 2023 in May. They played G's, aka the Avenue West Hampstead. Hempstead. It's in Long Island. Looks like they played there. There's another place they play a lot too, and I can't think of the name of it. It's somewhere on the shore. Hmm. That's cool. But we had a blast. I mean, we literally, it, it was fun. Uh, and that's what, you know, that's why I didn't go play with Nazareth. Because by by the time all this happened, when our son was born, I missed most his first year of his life. Because I wasn't here. I was out on the road. Mm-hmm. By then, though, we're talking late 80s. I was 100 pounds less, had real long hair. And, uh, but, yeah, it, it was... Then I got the offer for to play in Rent Nazareth, and it was like it was even going to be farther, you know, more away from home. It's like I, you know, you can't. At the time, you think about it, but then you know, I miss I miss most the first a little bit more in the first year of his life, and I can't get that back. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't get, it. and so when when the band stopped and we moved to Springfield, I ended up coaching his football team his soccer you know i did all that to try to make up for it but no matter what i did i still could not get back that first 14 months so that was the that was a big choice why i didn't go into nazareth that plus Hmm. there was only like two guys of the original band still in them well you know i can't get back the last three hours (laughs) (laughs) look at the time if we get the delorean we can well, I, I need to jump over to GTA live on Twitch for at least an hour. Yeah, I'll, you're, I'll be you're in my chicken shit to come on Call of Duty. <laughs> I'll come on there. How you much need is to come it? Come on there. I don't know. Okay, no, are you going to? Are, you, are you, you're not jumping on there tonight, are you? Yeah, I played every every night. I'm retired. I played every night. Yeah, we're gamers too, Eric. We we play. Are you are you a gamer? Do you play games? Uh, I had an Atari twenty six hundred and <laughs> you played <laughs> Missile Command and yeah, Pac Man, <laughs> Centipede. It was about it. Yeah, it's too complicated. Yeah. And then I started playing football, and I just that was it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah. We play we play uh, games, and I actually I I live stream video games every night too. Like I'm live every night, either doing these shows or those shows or or whatever. They're too complicated. I tried some of those Call of Duties, and I just get killed over and over and over. And then you get really depressed when you get killed about 17 times. Why bother? Let me see. Wait. All right. So, wait. Actually, I was going to look. Modern Warfare 3 is coming out. I was going to look. You need to get Modern Warfare 2. That's what I was going to ask. What game do I need to get? Modern Warfare 2. Where are the games at? Modern three or Warfare three would be out in like sometime in October. How do I find it? Wait, what's the one? 
Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare 2. Pong. <laughs> oh, I don't think they have it. Maybe that was the problem. Modern Warfare. It's not even coming up. Oh, wait. That's in my own library. Yeah, I don't even have it. Wait. Call of Duty store. Modern Warfare 2. Let me look at the store. Call... Modern Warfare 2? Yes. 3 is oh, not this out is, yet. This is Black Ops. That's it. That's it? Well, there's 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 Is that, like that that's every an add-on? So, every, every yeah, every so often they update it. But Modern Warfare 2, the basic game is what you need. Then once you download it, you'll get it'll download all the newest stuff to it. Call of Duty Mo Black Cell? Black Cell, yes. This is the game? Mm-hmm. If you just just get call it or Modern Warfare two and when it you when it downloads it'll it'll download the newest version. Downloadable content. Call of Duty. This one require oh it requires What? I think it 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 requires me to buy a previous game. Call of Duty this is weird. Oh, this is an add-on. Season 5. I think it's it, it's going to make me buy the two previous games first. Uh, you should just need you should be able just to buy just the Modern oh. Warfare 2. That's what Yeah, we're think. in we're in season 5 right now. That's what it says. Yeah, but you got to buy the initial Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2. Okay, I'll look into it. Right. It looks a little too complicated right now. Oh, check out the entire franchise. Oh, wait a minute. Modern Warfare 3. Call of Duty Season 5 Warzone. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's the one that I had back in the day, and then I lost it. Call of Duty. Oh, there's so many. Oh, I had yeah. that one. Modern Warfare. Oh, no, that's the one I had. This is confusing. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Is the one you need to buy. $14.99. Wow. It's it's 15 bucks. Wow, because when it downloads, you'll, it'll bring you into season five. And you're gonna be on there if I if I jump. I'm looking this way because this Yeah. You guys are now on this screen over here. So if I get this. I'll be able to get you? As soon as we get off, <laughs> I'm going right back there. You'll come after me. <laughs> what do you guys will you guys come watch us live on Twitch? Do you want to watch Ron and I run after each other? <laughs> I shot from two miles away. <laughs> yeah, because Eric, I play these games live on Twitch. So you actually see me sitting here. I'm morphed in. I've a, a when I play my games, I, I've got a green screen I bring out. It hangs over this, and then I'm, like, melded into the game, and I'm playing the games. I don't even know what Twitch is. <laughs> it, it's, a live, it's a live streaming. Uh, it's, it's like YouTube. It's oh, like okay. YouTube, but it's more geared towards gaming and, and uh, <laughs> bikini models in bathtubs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch, I'm there. <laughs> um. 15 bucks. Oh, wait, Activision. That means I have to have an Activision account, huh? Yeah. Oh, the Activision games were the best ones on the Atari. 
Somebody <laughs> mentioned Pitfall. All those games were they Pitfall, were like, uh, like uh, Ray, River Raid. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. River Raid. I had that one. Okay, let's t- once we're done here, let, let let's talk a little bit more about this, Ron. All right. Because yeah, it looks like it's going to make me. Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, let me bring you guys back over here. There we are. All right. Laz, what are you doing, man? We're going to hit the hay. Have a great show. My show is canceled for tomorrow. I'll explain another time. Oh, man. Hope everything's okay, dude. Love you all. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Laz, aren't you going to L.A.? Maybe he's in L.A. Maybe that's why his show's canceled. Said something about a long drive. He was supposed to go to Los Angeles like this weekend. Hey, now. Just got just- home after drive long drive back from you just got back wait you drove to la and came back hope everything's all right man because you he did that same thing like a couple weeks ago yeah okay all right everybody that's still here we're gonna do a quick giveaway and then possibly jump on to uh modern warfare with ron on twitch possibly we'll we'll look at it we'll look at it so you guys okay we're giving this away cabo wabo sammy hagar guitar pick let's do this share screen share screen and then there there were three (laughs) yeah and then there yeah all right later uncle fester Goodbye, Uncle. Uncle Laz. I actually Laz actually is my uncle. Okay. <laughs> Giveaway winners. Later, Fester. Uncle Therapy Laz. All right. Who wants a Sammy Hagar guitar pick? Sammy Hagar guitar pick, Cabo Wabo. Here we go. Wouldn't it be funny if F.U. Tone won it? That'd be great. Rando. Rando, you're the winner. Send me a text message. What? Is he he here? I don't know. Where's the thing? He may not be here. How come that's not showing? Can you guys see that? You you can't see that, can you? Yeah, connect with Johnny Bean TV. What's that? Oh, you see that? Yeah. Oh, for me, it's not showing. I don't see it. Then how do you know you had it up? I don't. That's why oh. I'm asking. Oh, there it is. Yeah, f- yeah. For me, it's not showing on the screen. I still see all you guys. Rando, send me a text. Four one five nine five two three two six three. All right. I will see you guys tomorrow. Sammy Hagar, Cabo Wabo Guitar Pick, Rando. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, Guitar ASMR, of course. You know, I play the guitar. We hang out. We have a great time. It's awesome. Eric, thank you so much for for hanging out. Wrong button. Thank you for having me. Nice meeting you, you, Eric. Nice talking with you. Great to meet you. Come back. Come back next time. Absolutely, I, man. I'd love to. Yeah. Everybody. A lot of stories. Yeah. 
Come back when I do great. a Van Halen show. Tuesdays is my Van Halen show. If you're if you're around, because I I know you you like the Van Halen too. That's the first thing you told me when I when I talked to you on the phone was you're yeah. like Van Halen. Yeah. Van Halen. Oh, you went to Tuesdays. I had some audio I was going to play for you guys tonight, but I forgot. I'll play it for you this Tuesday. If you want to hear some more audio of Mammoth, 1973, is it? Is it all you them doing s- Sabbath stuff, or is it you found you got other things? I got some other stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. They're playing uh, Yes, maybe, like close to the edge or something? They're playing uh, Funk 49. Oh, okay, cool. And another song, which might be a Sabbath song or something. I don't know. I'm not sure, but tune in Tuesday. Tune in Dane? Tuesday. Oh, yeah, one Tuesdays. Dane going to be on this Tuesday? I don't know. I don't know until he actually shows up. That's the only <laughs> way I know. It's true. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you, channel members. Continued support. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. Guitar ASMR show. All right. All right. Good day, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Greg Bissonette. You're watching Johnny Bean TV. Hey, folks. Niels Lozauer here. Check out my good friend, Johnny Bean TV. Awesome. Thank you so much.